Hello, Internet. Now please, hold on to your butt. As two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not-so-serious manner. From the mysterious to the utterly vicious, everything is fair game. This is the Kildam of Comedy Podcast, featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics, all for your enjoyment. You're welcome. And that proves that even people that you would trust with your life can, at some point, go fucking crazy. There we go. Then. Welcome, everybody, hey. to the Kill Dem with Comedy Podcast, episode 24. I am your co-host, uh, the comedic babyface, KD Hinken, and I am joined by the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse, bucket man himself, kind of, I guess, Nathan Parrish. <laughs> How are you, sir? How's it going? Yeah, not so bad. I've got, I've got the PC, which I was playing Batman on earlier. I've got PS4. I've got the Xbox. I've got the Switch over the back. I've got a PlayStation 1 over there. I've got a, oh. a PlayStation 2 over there. I've got an Xbox original. I've got a Super Nintendo. I've got a Mega Drive. I've got a 4-in-1 combination retro arcade game thing. And I've also got <laughs> myself a Mega Drive and a, and a Game Boy as well. So I've got myself a Fleshlight. Yes! So do I. That's <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't, but I really want to buy one. <laughs> I got one when I was at uni. It was um, it was a strange purchase, but you know what? It was worth the time. At the time, I told my friends that I got it as a a a a, a like a, a gift or a winning of a prize of some kind. Yeah, like yeah. That. Nah, no, I bought a fake pussy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> mate, mate, in all fairness, ladies are allowed to buy fake willies all the time. Of all yeah. the variances. Well, the only problem with it was it was very loud. <laughs> what are you doing? That's that's exactly the thought, the the look that I had. You see, because the thing is, because it's supposed to like suction, you sort of tighten up the end, and then you use it on yourself, obviously. But like, <laughs> if you haven't got the suction quite right, or there's like a slight issue with the the how tight the valve gets, it starts going like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Um, tiny penis syndrome, I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that? Um, there was uh, your mum's house. That was it. I know how they written mm. that. You had a your mum's house thing. The, the story you. I watched your mum's house live. I watched your mum's house live, and it was please, the please best. Please, can we clarify what I've you mean by seen. that? You didn't so, watch my mum's house live. No, no, you didn't go on your her mum's house. Things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your mum's house is um, is Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky's or uh, Christina Pajitsky's, um, yeah, um, uh, podcast. They they've been going for fucking ages, yeah. you know, like big, <laughs> big like um, friends of Joe Rogan and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I can tell. I'm I'm assuming they started not just after him, but not that long after him. If I remember mm. the amounts, I swear it's over thousands, yeah. isn't it now? So, uh, I'm not sure actually. I have to double yeah. check that because I, I, it's a hell of a lot either way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, yeah, they started doing the live shows, and the most like the the last one, oh, that that one was bad. 
like it had some serious serious shit because like they, they always they always start off nice and easy on these and they give you just a few tiktoks from christina pajitsky's like tiktok yeah. um uh so well, before duration. you get into it was there something you said you have to pay for as old to watch Oh, yeah, you've got to pay for the live show. Yeah, because the it's live so show, they've got to set it up. In di- nah, nah, the reason why is because it's not going through YouTube or anything like that. And they have to set it up themselves because if they went on YouTube or something like that, they would get thrown off of it. And also, like, well, they, they wouldn't really get thrown off of it. They just, they just wouldn't get as much money. Oh, no, the they money wouldn't with... be allowed. No, they they oh, no. just really... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Maybe I should hold back to man. Okay. I don't yeah, know what so... Yeah, it starts off easy on one of these things, and they're like they've got themselves like their their um, TikToks and stuff like that. As I say, they've got a few skits that they make specifically for the show. They got Marcus King and the Marcus King Band to come and play a couple of songs like for the show. They got a guy called Chris Stefano who's taken over for um. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's That's, taken um... over for, for uh, Whiskey Ginger for a bit. Has he taken it over now? I know who was doing the. Oh, I don't know if he's taking it over. He was, he was just doing, doing the residency. residency. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's just yeah. finished now. He was. He's do, uh, also doing um the podcast for some reason with Sal Volcano from Infactical Jokers. Ah, hey, yeah, babe. but so basically, yeah, that's what it's <laughs> Basically, he, yeah, they, 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 they all sort of set this up, and it, it, it sort of, it is definitely worth the money because it's a, it's a four, the three to four hour long show most of the time. Like they got they got Christina in a load of like fake tattoos and fake hair and fake massive tits and shit so that she could look like 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 a sort of a suicide girls model gone wrong almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I forgot and, about suicide um, girls completely. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they sort of they 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 get to the thing they call the heavy segment. Now, the heavy segment is the bit where they show you shit that they would never be allowed to show you on YouTube, ever, ever, Oh, because yeah, they show ever, a lot of videos ever. and stuff, don't they, on their podcast? Yeah, and, and they yeah, comment okay. them on while it's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay. they start off chill, okay. and like it's just it's just casual bits of BDSM and things like this. Like, they have, a, they have a woman at one point, and she's just looking so upset. They just, like... Close fucking mouse traps on either one of her labian. It's like, for <laughs> I don't need to see this shit. This is weird. For a simpleton, that's the flappy bits. That's the flappy bits. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, they had a. They had this. This one of a Japanese woman who literally shat into a fucking a subway, like sandwich, like like literally. It's got salad in there. It's opened up, and then she just lays just chunks. I like how into... that's the part. And not one sweet. It's, it's yeah, not, not plain one bread. sweet. It's, not plain. it's healthy. No. It's healthy. Oh, it's, yeah, it's got the lettuce. There's a salad. This is a proper sandwich. She's gone yeah, to the yeah. effort the of making it have a flavor profile. <laughs> but she, oh, she lays like way. one load of chunks, a second load of chunks, a third load of chunks. I have no idea how this woman could shit this much and then you watch another japanese dude eat it I mean, yeah it doesn't surprise me that that happens doesn't <laughs> support... no no <laughs> okay um yep 
And I mean, that sounds like something off. I'd want to pay to watch. That sounds like something I'd want to yeah. pay to watch. Sounds like something I'd have to pay to watch, like you said. Yeah. That's not even the worst bit, Carl. There was a bit near the end where there was just two dudes just fucking in shit. Just fucking in <laughs> shit. All sorts of shit. All over the place, just fucking in shit. All right. <laughs> That's not the worst bit, Carl. It gets worse. The very worst video they showed. I mean, th- th- just to will... clarify, though, the fucking in shit. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad to me in the sense that <laughs> I can understand. I can't understand it, but I get that people would do that. Sure, I don't want to watch maybe. it, but I get that they maybe. do that. Maybe, but not in this scenario, man. This I, shit I, I, is I fucking really... weird. Yeah, like yeah, they got weird with it, dude. They They're were like eating shit, ass. Of course and they then... did. Well, exactly. <laughs> whatever you're doing, once you're in a pile of shit having sex, anything yeah. else is pretty tame compared to yeah. what you're doing to begin with. Uh, apart from the final video, Carl, because the final video <laughs> was a Russian dude uh, doing surgery on his own eye. Okay. So he goes in what close. Say, right. I'm, I'm still not as not too bad. Okay. So, but he's going, this guy's going in close and he's talking. He's like, and he just goes, it's like gets a syringe, injects into his eye in like multiple spots to like numb his eye. Then he gets, he gets another needle and he sort of pulls it down. He sees he's got a growth about here and he just starts pulling at it. And <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You can get through. The worst, the worst bit, Carl, the worst bit, Carl, is when he's finally got that bit out, he starts pulling the bits out with his fucking fingers and you are seeing his eye bulge out and the top (laughs) layer the white layer of his eye is peeling off in his fingers all the way around Ah. (laughs) the concept of that doesn't gross me out i've had to watch like laser eye surgery and stuff but just the idea that someone's doing it to themselves and why why they would do that not a case of the fact they're doing it. Just once again, as yeah. always, why? At that stage, at that stage, just get rid of your eye. If it's that much of a problem, just don't have an eye. It's better overall for everyone. <laughs> I was really worried where you were going at that point because you were saying oh. at, that, at that time and then you went like that and I thought about the flashlight. <laughs> I, I thought the video was going and somewhere that's... else after that's got what that's what got me really horny. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it it will haunt me for the rest of my days. I have never seen something so horrendous in my entire life. Excellent use of ten quid. What, ten quid for one episode though. But it's ten dollars, so it was probably like eight sixty or something like that. It's fine. I mean, for that price, you could get the um, WWE Network for nine ninety nine and go on and watch WrestleMania week, which is happening right now, and it's going to see wrestling from last Ooh. Monday up until next Thursday. Ah, oh, it's Ooh. lovely, Nathan. It's lovely. <laughs> so much wrestling right now. Oh, Actually, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't say this. This is quite lovely as well. What did I watch? I watched uh, Kong versus Godzilla. That's what I watched. Yeah, was that good? 
it was it was entertaining. It was very entertaining. See, that's what I've heard. A long time I've heard a lot of people it. just go like, yeah, there were some great fights and stuff like that, but the story doesn't really hold together all that well. And it's like... There's a good... It's one of those few films. And one thing I did like about it is, you know how every film now... I won't say what it is either, but every film nowadays has like... They give away everything that's going to happen in the trailer. There's no surprises because yeah. it's all in the trailer. This one, it's like yeah. they really didn't include a big part of what happens. That's good. Hang on, I've got to blow my bloody nose. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Oh yeah, as well. I did. I forgot about that too. Um, I don't know if you saw, but um, I've officially applied for the circle. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw both you and Leanne have done that, and it would be amazing yeah. if you both got on, especially yeah. on the same episode. That'd be fucking amazing. It'd be a lot better for me because she's already said she's going to go in as out as herself, and I am totally going to be a catfish on there. But do, do you know the whole <laughs> way it works on this? No. It's you go in and it's basically you're all in like separate apartments and it's like um essentially like Facebook the reality show. It's like psychology to the like just the epitome of like just watching yeah. people send themselves crazy trying to figure out what each other's saying by the messages they send each other on like um instant messenger kind of thing. Yeah. And some people are real people, some people are catfish, and I'm totally gonna be a catfish because it'd be so much fun to just fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. See how far I can push it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I mean, want to yeah. say what my planned. I've already got my persona in my mind. What I'm going to do, I don't even want to say. Just on a crazy chance, I get in, and I, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't want Leanne to know. You never know. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. It wouldn't. I, I, I guarantee yeah. I'd hate it. To be honest with you, I fucking, <laughs> hate it. I fucking just hate this. wouldn't want to deal with it. Yeah, just the whole <laughs> thinking. Like I have to message people. Ugh. I have to talk yeah. to oh, can I not just sit over there and just no, oh. oh yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? You gotta then, you know, commit to the whole thing and like focus on it and carry it through. It's like who's got the time? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I've got like a whole story out of something I'd have to. Yeah. But then again, I, I know it's hay people like all through the year, isn't there? So I'm Yeah, I, I get I don't that or I get messed up by various things at various times. I get a couple of moments of peace throughout the year, but like I get messed up by fungal spores in the autumn. I get fucked up by, um, you know, actual plants during the summer and shit like that. It's a oh, whole... I do that year round. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Melbourne. I get like patches. Fuck's sake. Post-apocalyptic metal treehouse. You can find it on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Spotify. I think I didn't say that one. You can basically <laughs> just, you know, you can find it everywhere. And it's a one-man sketch show. I play all the characters. I write all the stuff. Pretty good. It's got the return of Jason Statham. Um, and Jason uh, Statham, I am. Yeah, no, when I'm doing a Jason Statham, it all comes from the top of the nose. And the thing oh, about a Jason you. Statham is you've got to make sure your teeth stay together as much as possible throughout Speak all together. conversation. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think yeah. that way. He's yeah. always angry, he's always staring yeah. at you yeah. like that. He's gonna kick yeah. you in the balls yeah. before the Germans get here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I would love to see Jason Statham versus the classic Germans. Oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> that would, to be fair, with the kind of films he does, I am shocked there isn't a Jason Statham versus Nazis film. That sounds exactly fair, like the kind of film he would make. Yeah, to be fair, I, I've got I've got part of the whole sketch show is time travellers and Jason Statham is eventually spoilers everyone eventually going to be hunting down these time travellers like a, a time travelling Terminator <laughs> <laughs> that was Jason also, Statham also sounds like a perfect role for Jason Statham as well yeah that and really so is. I could potentially have them in a Nazi environment and just have Jason Statham roundhouse kicks and fucking Nazis <laughs> um I'll tell you what, I'll go first because then I've got more time to drink and I can do my story while I have some semblance of soberness. Excellent. Which I works a lot. Don't already, so it's never going to get worse than it oh, is. I don't, that's the thing. I can already yeah. feel like you're all over the shop, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, same here. This is going to be a very chaotic episode, ladies and gentlemen. I am. Um, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm I'm very I'm very intoxicated. You know what though? Actually, I was I was about to say maybe you can go first because yours are free. But I like what your yours is a bit different than what we've done last time because my true crime yours is a bit yeah. different. So I think we'll carry on with mine with the true crime from before and then we'll lead into yours after. Let me just drink this. Okay. One. So this is a story of Henry Lee Lucas. Do you know that name at all? No. Okay, okay. So, just a little basic thing. Henry Lee Lucas was a necrophilic... Nec- necrophilic? Necrophiliac, yeah. No, necrophilic serial killer. Who okay, has been so... Be, oh, God. Yeah, necrophilic serial killer who is thought to be, in some way or another, linked to anything from 300 to 3,000 murders. What the fuck? This is a fucking story for you, dude, this is. How? He has other names that he goes by, but that ruins it, if I say that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't ruin it at all, to be honest, but it might do. So, either way, I'm not going to say it. Uh, so, a little bit of background about the dude first, then. Lucas was born in Virginia in 1936 and was the youngest child of nine. Um, his father was an alcoholic named Anderson No Legs Lucas because... <laughs> As you guessed, he had no legs. He had no legs. He had no legs. Lost him in a workplace accident, though, but don't feel too sorry for him because apparently he was a violent alcoholic. Um, but he was the nice parent out of the two because the mom, also an alcoholic, also especially, well, sorry, also violent, but especially violent, she would physically abuse the dad and mainly Lucas himself out of all the children in general. Um, if you're unsure of how messed up his mom was, she was also a prostitute who would force her son Lucas to watch as she entertained her clients. Oh, she would also dress him in women's clothes and even once hit him so hard in the head with a plank of wood that he was a uh, when he was a kid that he spent three days in a coma. Uh, when he was 10, he got into a fight with one of his brothers, which resulted in an injury to his eye. Uh, which his mom ignored for days to the point it became so infected that his eye had to be removed and replaced with a glass eye, resulting in one of his particular names that he would go by later on. Oh, my God. Why is it? It's like we always say, man. It's like, you don't, you know, sociopaths, psychopaths, things like that, they're they're all among us. 
If you yeah. fuck them up at childhood, that's when shit goes wrong, man. Yeah, well, I think I think a lot of it. Me personally, I think a lot of it is the more nurture thing rather than I think is that that's the right way. The nurture rather than nature. Nurture is more like exactly, yeah, yeah. Because there's like there's two percent of the population psychopaths or sociopaths, whatever, and like not that many people act on murder just because they're a psychopath. I, you know, they, I, I, they, because yeah. they've been brought up in a normal family, they've got normal sort of, they've got their own moral compass. Whether it affect, whether they care about other people or not, is different. But they've got they their own. Know it and they understand it. Yeah, and yeah. the I've got only good, I've thing got that ever to, triggers um, the fucking nasty shit is when you fucking treat them like shit when they're a kid. Don't treat your kids like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless a dickhead, you know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I, I know what you're saying. saying. I'm just going to quickly say to my brother that I'm. Uh... No, it's um, yeah. I was just going to say anyway. I've got um a friend who uh says like you know that he fought for a while. He has like psychopathic tendencies, but he is I know to be a lovely person. It doesn't yeah. mean you're an evil person. It just means you don't have as much comprehension of emotions. Yeah, doesn't mean you're necessarily going to kill everyone. <laughs> Yeah, it's a psychological thing. condition, and like you yeah. know, it does tend to have certain things in the traits. Like, um, there was a guy who's a really renowned like doctor who studied psychopathy because he is a psychopath himself, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, um, I didn't go to my own mother's funeral because I didn't see, you know, I wasn't all that interested or I wasn't bothered." And it's like, well, you know, what's it going to affect me? You know, she's she's already dead, and it's going to upset the other people. I don't really care about them. That was like his entire opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, there's also the 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 other side of it, which is like I listened to an audio book I've got, which is Andy McNabb and another sci- a scientist who he's worked with, and it's called The Good Psychopath's name. Guide to Success. Uh, yeah. Well, the basically, author. yeah. Uh, Andy McNabb. Hang on a second. God damn. <laughs> if you're wondering why the sound keeps cutting out people and you're listening to the audio version, Nathan has got a tickly nose today. Got the tickly yeah. nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically he, he did a book with this um this scientist, and it's based it is a good psychopath's guide to success. And it is like, oh well, you look at the world in this particular way, and this is the way a psychopath looks at it. These are the traits you can take from being a psychopath which are beneficial to your own life and how you can implement them in a way that makes you feel confident about yourself. Like one of the things that got me to go to the gym when I was sort of, you know, depressed and shit, but I I I I'd started pushing myself to do it was mm-hmm. listening to the book and he goes in it uh, the way I see going for a workout isn't um, I don't miss workouts because that's just, or I can't miss a workout because that's like, that's demanding of you. He's like, I yeah. don't miss workouts. Yeah. And it's like, th- yeah. that, that means, because that's that psychopathic trait of like, oh yeah, no, but I'm better. I'm better. I am better than that. I'm going to prove I'm better than that. It's that sort of weird internal logic that they've got. And it's like, you can use that yourself just by switching that wording around in your head. It's like, I don't miss workouts. Every single time I said yeah. that to myself, I'd get up and go. Yeah, I can really get that frame of mind. 
that yeah. you've just made me worried that I'm a psychopath and I didn't realise it because that sounds like <laughs> I made myself to do things. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but that's 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 exactly it. Like the, you don't have to be a psychopath to have these yeah. tendencies either. You can. We're all on a spectrum of psychopathy, just like people are on a spectrum for autism or on a spectrum things, yeah. for yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had this yeah. conversation. I can't remember what it was. But I was having that exact conversation about something. Oh, hey, I'll come back from whatever it was. But yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to blow the bloody nose again. And with, um, just to finish that little bit anyway, while you're doing that, um, by 11 years old after this, so this was a year after uh, the I thing. Um, Lucas was a borderline alcoholic um, who had in- yes. who had been introduced to bestiality and animal torture by his older brother and uncle. Oh, for fuck's sake! Um, I don't know why that made me laugh. Oh, I do. Um, it's, not, <laughs> no, it's this just part, horrible. This yeah. next part, I mean, that was about. I'm about to oh, say uh, oh, when God. Lucas was 13. Though his father, who is a dick, remember his father yeah. died of hypothermia after passing out drunk in a blizzard. <laughs> Why was he out well, drinking when he has no legs? In a blizzard with no legs. Else anyway, and just so much that I don't understand about Because the only other person who'd give him a hand was his wife, who'd fucking beat the shit out of him. He's got a this other one. Oh, it's not. I don't know why I find that so funny, but it is. <laughs> he was not a nice guy. That's why nobody in yeah, this story is it. a nice. But, well, yeah, very every, few yeah. people in this story are nice people. So yeah, feel free yeah. to laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is all about. It's about kill them with comedy, people. God damn it, we're here to entertain you. Fucking hell. <laughs> and get through by being like bad people. That too. Yeah. For this reason, anyway. So that was um, up until, where was that then now? That was up until he was 13. So yeah. after this, kind of kicks up a little bit more. So during, uh, okay, so during a later interview, Lucas would um, explain about this next bit that I'm going to say now, just I thought it made sense to include it now anyway. Um, yeah. So when Lucas was 14 or 15, he abducted an unknown girl from a bus stop, beat her, raped her, strangled her to death. When he was 14 or 15, that kind of age, apparently. So I've, he's already gone past that point, it seems. Yeah. Um, the year after that, he received his first prison sentence when he was, he was arrested for burglary. Uh, he spent a year in a juvenile detention centre, uh, but apparently with its running water and electricity, it was, a, it was apparently a huge step up from the cabin he lived in with his family at the time. <laughs> So he was like, oh, great, like going on holiday. I'll kill more. <laughs> so de- definitely, you know, he, he he definitely has respect for authority at this point. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God so, damn it. Uh, later on in 1954, so I believe that was a few years after this, year or two, I forget the actual date now, but it doesn't matter. He was once again charged with burglary, but this time he was um, a of adult age or treated as an adult at least anyway uh, he was given six years in actual prison but he was released five years later in 1959 um a year early despite attempting to escape prison twice in that time yeah okay <laughs> uh, not the worst though trust me when it comes to the whole prison stuff yeah um, okay, you know, I'll get to it now actually because this in a sec. Were they um, just sort of overcrowded or something? We're like, yeah, hold you know that what? Thought, Nathan, hold, trying to do a favor. hold that for particularly. Um, after this, he moved to his sister's to get away from his mother, 
Um, right. However, his mother tracked him down and apparently they got into an argument. And when she was trying to force him um, to move back home, so yeah, they got into a fight, sorry, and she was trying to argue to move, and he, she wanted him to move back home to take care of her, etc. Yeah. And somehow that resulted in him stabbing her in the neck in what he referred to as self-defense. That's what you do when a woman's attacking you. You stab them in the neck. That's the only way you can defend yourself. It's the only it's possible way as, as a grown man that you can defend yourself against a frail woman is by stabbing them in the fucking yeah. neck. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. We've already learned this woman. Not a nice person. Not yeah, a nice terrible person. person. Shitty person. But nonetheless, the, you know, this and, is messed up. And But to turn around and logically think, do you saying self-defense is going to make sense? Shockingly, I'm going to yeah. shock you now, Nathan. I'm going to utterly shock you. The jury right. didn't buy it. Didn't uh, buy it. What a surprise. I this is amazing. What a revelation. I call kangaroo court. <laughs> yeah. The kangaroo is coming, though. Uh, so he was found guilty of second-degree murder. I forget which one exactly that is. I think that's one where you don't God. 100% premeditate this. Um, yeah. And sentenced to 20 to 40 years in prison. The end. It's not. No. <sighs> Basically, what happened was... He was released 10 years later due to overcrowding in prison. He should have oh, been there for, fuck's for 40 sake. years. <laughs> should have been there for 20 to 40 years, at least 30. You would think 30, oh. 35 probably. 10 years. Yeah. That should have been the end of this story. That right there should have been the end of this story. Yeah, it should have been, oh, this man never gets out because he's a danger to society. But no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> It always kind of goes the same way with these stories, doesn't it? It's always just a complete fuck up somewhere in the justice yeah. system. Was... Well, how yeah. do people? Do... In fact, the I only mean, one we've seen that didn't have me. that many fuck ups in the in the uh, in the justice system was Flight Six Two Nine or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, that one. Everyone, it was clear cut. This man's a monster. He's never coming out of jail. You know, was, like and was, but, yeah. That was more of the yeah. stupidity of the person doing it to let him down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all of these other ones, it's just been like really nasty fuckers getting away with horrendous shit on just dumbass cops' time. <laughs> it literally, that's the thing, is it? It literally does come down to that. We've said it before. It comes down most of the time to either someone being really dumb and getting themselves doing something stupid and getting caught. Because obviously, mm. these stories you only know about the ones where they're caught, you yeah. know. It always comes down to someone's done something really stupid and got caught, or the police fucked up for ages and then just didn't for one point, or the did yeah, fuck police up or the courts somewhere in the law system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is no different God. in some manner. Yeah. So this is where you will definitely, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, you will definitely stop feeling sorry for Mr. Henry Lee Lucas in a moment. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I already had by this point. I'm sure most people already have. But yeah, this is. Like I don't think there's anyone going, oh, what a poor lamb. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, I suppose the mom, you know, like abused him for ages. So you can see, you know, this was like yeah. the first film. This is now the sequel where a whole new cast come in, basically. <laughs> okay. So after being released um, ten years, uh, like what, thirty years early, um, yeah. he was quickly arrested again for attempting to kidnap three girls. Oh God! And then after that, he—I don't know 
it didn't really say how much, but he got out again because he eventually then, once leaving prison once more, um, he moved to a mushroom farm. He ran with his new wife that he has met and he married very quickly. But they broke up and divorced very quickly once she found out that he was abusing her two daughters. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. At this point, he started drifting around the south of America for quite a few years until, um, no, sorry, in 1976, he met and started a friendship with another fellow equally messed up scum of the earth individual called Otis Tool. He was a literal tool. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, um, so, so there's there's two equally horrendous people just happily <laughs> winding their way around the back countries of America, like just doing all manner of horrendous shit. Well, I think they settled down a little bit at this point because um, mm. he moved in with Tool. Uh, but it does talk about that they travelled around too, so I think they were kind of travellers, but they still lived in one place at this point, so half and half, you know. Uh, yeah. But he moved in with Tall and Tall's 10-year-old niece, Becky Powell, oh, for whom Lucas sake. would quickly fall yeah. head over he yeah. was fall in love. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <sighs> of course he did, because he's a horrendous pervert. <sighs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to that story there but we'll get on to that later on we'll come back yeah um the main thing you need to know um for now is that for the next few years they would all live together tall and lucas worked together as rufus um oh and a few years after this uh lucas and becky the young niece were in an active relationship with each other she was also in love with him you know oh god basically yeah uh, uh that's not grooming at all <laughs> yeah exactly i was about to say yeah. imagine like you know she was with like we'll learn later on about tall a bit more the guy that she lived with the uncle god knows yeah. the kind of shit that she had to deal with man um uh but they wouldn't stay around tall for long though um because um yeah, this would lead to uh, Lucas and Becky running away together and leaving Tool alone, um, which was said to enrage Tool to the point so much that he went on a random killing spree, resulting in the deaths of nine people from six different states over a couple of months, I think it was. Jesus Christ. But it seems like was, that was just what they know of, put it that way, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, you, that time especially, like, you can't really be 100% sure of what's happening. What do you mean, sorry? It's not like there's shitloads of cameras around and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. It's not like you can easily see, you know, it's not like that you can track people and get DNA evidence easily and stuff like that. Yeah, just... and the concept of serial killers, like, didn't start coming out until this time either because this is, like, the yeah. 70s or uh, or late 70s, early 80s now, somewhere around yeah. there we're at at this point. Yeah. Um, and... After this as well, Lucas and Becky then moved to Texas from Florida. They were in before. Uh, oh, think... well, of course he was a Florida yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he has all the hallmarks. <laughs> and we know Florida is like the epitome of a well-run city, even now. Oh, yeah. Even yeah, the, yeah, state, the, 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 the finest state in America, a shining example of perfect freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and of just thinking, though. I've really given yeah. real essential businesses 
the power that they need during certain yeah, times. Yeah, you know, and, and releasing releasing Nile crocodiles into into you know um, public swamps. That's what that's that what again? you want as well. I've heard something about that. What was that again? Remind yeah. me of this. Yeah, someone someone in Florida because it's Florida went. You know what I need. I need myself one of those uh, Nile crocodiles because my friend next door, he got himself a big-ass alligator, but that alligator's only like seven foot long. I can get myself a, a nine-foot-long Nile alligator, Nile crocodile, have myself a party. <laughs> you know what happened? You know what happened? A what, big what? fucking hurricane came through and all of his Nile crocodiles escaped and now oh. there's Nile crocodiles wild in fucking Florida. <laughs> Did you see that program <laughs> Ross Kemp did the other day? No. He did a British, basically a British equivalent of Tiger King, but not just focusing on tigers, just seeing what exotic pets rich people in England had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot more Nile crocodiles in England than you think, owned by people that should not be owning them. Oh, fuck. Oh, I mean a lot. A lot, a lot. One guy has now 32 at time of recording. Why? Well, he has two full-grown ones and a load of babies. And he swims with the full-grown ones. No. Oh, God. (laughs) He's like, oh, they love me. You know, like, they know who I am. No, they don't. They're reptiles. You just fed them first, probably. They're just not hungry at that time. You're lucky. But apparently, he was saying as well, he had some weird connection with them. Like, he walked in the one time. Um, to the enclosure. I don't know. He made out like he just sits around the enclosure. And I could believe it from the way he was talking. Um, mm. But he just sat down and it was after his dad had died and he was depressed. And the one just came up right by him and just fluffed his whole head onto his lap and just kind of lay there with him. I mean, they're very old animals. They've been around. Maybe. Long, you know, since like dinosaurs and all that. I yeah. understand. I'll, that I'll... I, I reckon yeah. animals, a lot of animals... Well, I, I fully reckon a lot of animals can develop empathy and stuff completely. Yeah, Not I'll give it a maybe because it's a it's a fucking evil crocodile. I'll give it a maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm like they maybe do empathy, but they they just you're just food to them. Yeah, exactly. Like or vending machines don't at give most, a shit. Yeah, at the most yeah. they see you like we see vending machines. That's it. Yeah. God. Oh man, there's there's more, but honestly, there's um giant snakes and loads of people have them, not just one. And oh, it's, yeah, it's a whole thing here. No, why do I don't understand people's obsession with it? It's just I don't understand it. it. They yeah, seem to they, love they, it. They yeah, do generally. Well, that's the thing. Of course, of course, they do. But you can also love a dog just as much. Probably more. You know what I'm saying. I hope. Probably I'd more. Hope, I'd hope more yeah. for them. Yeah, because like the dog isn't gonna potentially eat your children. Well, it might do, but less oh, likely to. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a spiky-sized dog, my giant-sounding dog, Spike. You know, a dog his size. Oh, I yeah. don't know what I'm trying to make out. He's yeah. tiny, but he's got a giant dog's name. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah he's not going to be winning any fights against Godzilla. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he <laughs> may be a chilled out dog, very indifferent to the world, doesn't give a shit about most things. I have quite a kinship with him because of that very reason. But he is an angry dog, he's not, he doesn't fucking give a shit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother trying to make that joke. He doesn't give a fuck, man. 
Yeah. Literally. He pays so little attention to everything that you can get right up next to him. And he can hear, but you can get right up next to him. He just doesn't know you're there. <laughs> just from pure ignorance. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's amazing. Some dogs just would never survive in nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how dogs uh, have evolved as well, like their eyes to be more human like. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just that concept is ridiculous. Have you ever seen the, there's a YouTube video of, um, I think it's either a Dalmatian or a Labrador or something like that, who thinks it's all that and he starts barking through the bars at a wolf and the wolf <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even make a noise, just looks at it like. And the and the dog just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. In fact, I'm, I might uh, if, if if you'll indulge me, I might try and send you a link if I can find it because <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, um, send me the link and then we'll play it after this story bit then. Because then we can yeah. use that intro for the second part and the next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay then. So because I've got a little bit to get through on this because this is still kind of the lead up to the story in a way or the first half um so the details are a bit weird from here um so they went to texas him and becky got a job working for an elderly woman called kate rich um and it seems like the neighbors in the area ran them out of their house were apparently cashing checks in her name but they didn't say who her was whether they meant katie or becky and I yeah. just think personally, just saying like they ran him out of the town because they could see he was in a relationship with a child. Personally, yeah. that's more likely to get you run out of town. And yes, it should do. Yes. Maybe don't run the child out too. Maybe put a child in some care instead of running her yeah. out too. But yeah, yeah, maybe maybe just sort of hog tie the dude, uh, strap him to the back of a horse, slap its ass as re- as hard as you can, and send it towards a den of bears. <laughs> And uh, just yeah, they should have done know. that at this point. <laughs> yeah, very shortly after this, um, on August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two, Henry Lee Lucas drove him and Becky to a field in Denton, Texas, a different area, and killed her with a knife. Dismembered her Bobby, Bobby dismembered dismembered her body, and scattered the pieces in a nearby field. Well, not before having sex with it, of course. Jesus Christ. But then he also, three weeks later, convinced the elderly Kate Rich, the woman that gave a job to him and Becky, to help him come and search for her because she was lost. And he promptly killed her, stuffed her body into a drainage pipe hole so that he could return to it later and have sex with it, which apparently he did a lot. What the fuck, man? Until... Until he learned he was the main suspect in her disappearance, Kate's, and decided to recover her body and bring it back to the cult place he was staying in at the time. Yep, a cult. There's a cult in this too, but I haven't got time to get into it. (laughs) 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 He seems to be worse than the cult, in all honesty. So we're going to give the cult a buy on this one. Yeah. But he used the communal stove um, to secretly burn away her body. Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but no, that's that's horrible. Like this guy is just fucking disease as a human. Yeah, you ain't heard nothing. You know, 
Oh, fucking hell. How can it get worse? <laughs> so he was arrested on firearm charges um, by the police. Firearm charges. But the sounds of it, hell. they were just getting him on something to get him in there. To interview what what's, what i got to try and remember is this is the 70s as well. It's like, it's not... 80s now. It's not like... Well, eighties. Fucking hell! this isn't. This isn't like. This isn't of mice and men times. This isn't like. Yeah. yeah. Someone is, you know, invisible. Like I'm saying, it's not. It, you know, these when people. I first read this, I thought it was based much earlier, just because of some of yeah, the. Yeah, because it's just from what he does, it sounds like yeah. it would almost have to be just to get away with this shit. God. Damn it, man. Um, I mean, he was arrested on the firearm charges, um, but during the course of the interviews, he was put through a lie detector test in regards to both of the missing people, which Many he passed. Parts, obviously, yeah. Which he passed. Yeah. Because psychopaths fucking <laughs> do. Yeah. Yeah, every single uh, time, and that's what people never fucking tell you is that psychopaths do, and quite regularly, normal people fail when they shouldn't because they're scared, and it gives yeah. you very similar results. Yeah. Which lie detectors are fucking pointless. They really. I'm gonna, are. I'm, I'm gonna do something on that one of these fucking days. I'm gonna do the why lie detectors are fucking bullshit Definitely. because they are pointless. If you ever need a lot of examples for this, um, Netflix, I think we talked about it before, the confession tapes, mm-hmm. majority of them, mm-hmm. or a lot of them anyway, are based on something to do with messed up thing. And then it's not even like just a yes or no for the machine. You've got to be able to read it as well and what each bit yeah. means and get the baseline. They're reading, they're reading like sweat and and sort of heart, um, like heart rate and <laughs> also your bunghole. They are detecting your the, the movements of your bunghole. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm sweet because apparently, if you have like any kind of like ever had like any, um, what's they called? You know, like when they noted down like doctors and stuff, any kind of anxiety or anything, then apparently yeah. that kind of just frees you up of that. I'm saying yeah. this like I'm going to commit a murder, but if I if if I was ever <laughs> taken in and questioned with a polygraph, at least I can not do. Yeah, you've got you've got your you've got your excuse. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Yeah, same with me. I've got I've got shit tons of anxiety and stuff like that. It's like that. If I ended up in one of those things, I'd just be buggered. I wouldn't you know be what? like you know. I I've been thinking this for a while. I think anxiety is just a normal emotion that everyone has, just different levels. Yeah. People think a lot of people think that a lot of people don't have it, but everyone when they are honest, everyone does. It, everyone has it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different levels, exactly. Yeah. Then other people are, um, different people have different triggers that set it off. The problem with anxiety oh, yeah. is when it's um, is when it's all encompassing, when like you every single thing that you're planning on doing or or want to do is is in your mind going to be a complete cata- catastrophe, or you know just talking to people you're like, well, you know they're going to hate me and I'm going to be wasting their time and shit like that. Just yeah. Yeah, so benefit anxiety as well, though. I've said this a lot. Yeah, like I think my anxiety helps me because I overthink everything, but that also helps yeah. so much with creativity and creating stuff. It helps so yeah. much. Yeah, there's a reason why people who tend to have depression and anxiety and stuff like that try and you know be funny because <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it's just yeah, if I... you're a creative. If you're a creative, super smart motherfucker, you just can't. Your brain's too big. It's too crazy. Yeah. It's just all over the place. There's just going to be some badness that comes with it too. We can't help it. 
but it's also it's that thing that I think has been attributed to Robin Williams, whether it's true or not, yeah. I can't be sure. But it's like you know, if you if you're a, if you're sort of spending all your time feeling like shit and feeling sad, that you try your best to make sure no one ever else has to feel like that. Yeah. So you try and be funny and make their days better and be a good person and shit. You know? I think it's as well now, like it's one of those things as well that now it's a lot more acknowledged. People don't feel like it's, you know, you know people acknowledge the fact that it's oh, like people just feel shitty sometimes. It's okay. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. And it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's why God invented marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God. So how much how, how much worse is this shit gonna get? Yeah, I'm just trying to find where I got you then. Uh, so like... Okay, yeah. So okay. So yeah, so um the whole poly and all that it didn't get done with that. But lucky for us, somehow the Texas Rangers did manage to get him to confess. He confessed to oh, the murders of uh, Becky and Kate. Uh, he would recant it afterwards, saying that he was coerced into it. But it's a bit yeah. stupid to say that when you said to them, oh, yeah, this is where I killed them. This is where we dispose of the bodies. And they go there and find the evidence. And they find the bodies. The yeah. bodies. <laughs> they find bones. Yeah. They find bones a bit. Yeah, find- it was bullshit. Uh, I was lying. Like I just happened yeah. to come across those bodies the other day and didn't say anything because, you know, it's just a body. <laughs> be people that I knew. Well, they couldn't prove who yeah. was, obviously, at that oh, point. But... Um, yeah, so... Um, also, after- what's the thing with with people fucking rotten flesh? What is that? Oh, people fucking rotten flesh? Yeah, where the fuck... What the fuck makes a human brain go, you know what I really want to stick my dick in? Something that's not alive anymore. Something that is actually putrefying around my cock. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't think of anything more disgusting in my entire fucking life. I'm sure we could if we really tried. Sure, I'm sure I we could. I don't know, mate. I don't know. That like that if some if someone said, Do you want to either bang a corpse or have your cock chopped off? I'd probably go for the cock chop. I mean, there's many, many things I don't even know how to st- I, I'll no, go. No, I'd fuck the corpse. What are you on about? No. No, no I, I no, I'd, I'd 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 pick my cock up, I'd go to a fucking surgeon, I'd get it reattached, or I'd get an uh, I'd get a transplant <laughs> cock. I would do anything to avoid getting myself inside a corpse in any way, shape, or form. I I would do many things, but I don't know if chopping off the little tattoo is where I'd I mean the big tattoo is where I'd do anything for love. But I won't do that. <laughs> um, in regards to Mr. Lucas, um, he pled guilty to the murders of. Uh... Oh, he did. Yeah. So okay, I, yeah. I forgot that that was actually what happened in the end. That he did plead guilty to the murders of Becky Powell and Kate Rich. Yeah, because then after that, on trial, on trial in court, he was like, "Yeah, I killed them." Oh, by the way, I also killed over a hundred other people. So this what leads us fuck? now to the many, 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 many murders. Many. Fucking <laughs> hell. Many. Right, okay. This is where we get... Obviously, I'm not going to go through the wall or anything. Yeah, I'll just yeah. Pull out yeah. some points, you know, just to 
fill you in. So Give you the flavour, yeah. Yeah, um, and there's a, there is... Um, oh, actually, I'll fill you in after a bit, actually. Um, over the following year and a half, a task force led by the Texas Rangers was put together to investigate all the murders um, that he was claiming that he confessed to, uh, to check the validity of the confessions and all that. Um, during all of that, uh, 213 were initially confirmed from his confession, and so going by the evidence. Yeah. I don't know how many were, you know, unprovable. I don't know at this point. Because, I mean, that makes sense that you wouldn't be able to prove them. Yeah. All because it's 1980-something still at this point, so. Yeah, but fucking hell. Yeah. So, a few of the ones then. So, um, obviously, yes, one of the ones he... Um, owned up to was that one we mentioned earlier his first sexual experience that was when he abducted oh. the girl and, yeah that was i'm assuming why he brought that one up um he explained that after being caught abusing his new wife's children he uh, like we mentioned earlier he lived as a drifter for a bit um, and this is where the real murder streak um started as he discriminately raped and killed women he came across during his travels just literally walked around saw someone killed and raped them walked off yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, and then obviously he would give them, you know, basic ideas um, as to where he was and stuff. And then they would be like, they'd look and say, okay, and then figure out what they could prove, what they couldn't prove. Because he couldn't remember most of him. He does a lot, put it that way. Yeah, because it seems like this was something he did on a compulsion. Like if he just, <laughs> oh, there, I happen to be walking yeah. down a road and there's a random woman and there's no one else here. Time to, to kill honest, rape her body. The quote, Jesus Christ. The quote just made it sound more as if it was just entertainment to him. Um, and then after meeting Todd. That's worse, if anything. Yeah, if it's yeah, not like, definitely, it, definitely. oh my God. After meeting Tool, the one we mentioned earlier, moved in with him, um, he explained how they actually committed roughly about 108 murders together during the time. Um, and that was another thing. Tool was said to be very angry with Lucas when he learned that at the same time, Lucas was still murdering people on his own on the side too. There was rumours that those what? two were involved in a relationship together too. So yeah, obviously, obviously, yeah, like, was... I, like genuinely, that was the only thing I was going to say earlier yeah. on was like, were those two banging? Because it seems like something they would do. I you had know? quite a socio- uh, different. I've had some weird friends. I had quite a sociopathic friend though, who was like very, very good friend of mine, and you, that can happen even about that because he once smashed a friend's car because I went to go and see one of the Avengers film with. Um, my kid's mum at the time. So there are people that are that weird. Wow. Yeah, there's, that generally happened. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't trust basis anymore, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a wise decision. <laughs> uh, so, uh, where did I get to then? Learn Lucas actually... Yeah, okay. So, um, also, Lucas stated... Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, damn it, I, I talked while, I, while the noise happened then. It's okay. There will be oh. more. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so Lucas stated as well that Tools preferred MO, um, so the way Tools preferred to kill people, um, was to crucify his victims, um, then barbecue and eat them. And Lucas was adamant that he did not partake in the eating of their victims because, because and I quote, he didn't like barbecue sauce. Fucking hell. That's yeah, the, okay. I mean, no also, one... Also, it was waste. Good fucking. Um, no one Jesus even mentioned barbecue Christ. sauce, which is the worst part. 
No one mentioned barbecue sauce. You don't have to have barbecue. I mean, I mean, that's not the point, obviously. Yeah. I... <laughs> you don't need barbecue. Oh. I don't know where barbecue sauce even came from in the quote. No. Just obviously, appeared. it's like just the way his mate liked to cook it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have eaten it if it wasn't for the barbecue sauce, but the barbecue sauce, you know, I just couldn't help it. I mean, oh I'm sorry, I, I just couldn't do it then. That was the bit that turned me off. Not the and people. again, this is the 80s. Yep. This is the 80s. This is so weird that this is all happening. Like, oh my uh, God, Jesus. Mate, it gets, but it gets kind of worse from here in a different way now because upon learning, like, the geographical scope, because they didn't realize at first how much of a traveler he was, for example, you know, they didn't learn, they didn't quite realize the geographical scope of it. So after a while, what they had to do was the task force would fly in from state to state to meet with the different police departments to go through the stories. Um, he was allowed to stay in motels, given full on meals. He had a daily strawberry McDonald's milkshake allowance that he was given um, just to keep him sweet. It seems, you know, to keep so that he would, you know, still talk about this stuff, not just close up because they were closing all the cases, obviously. Jesus Christ. Um, he, and if you're wondering, OK, so this, yeah, a couple of hundred, three or four hundred, how will we get into three thousand and that? He also stated, for example, um, Hence why I said he was connected to a lot of different ones. There's some other examples, but this is just one of them. Um, he was one of the ones that supplied the poison in the mass suicide of the People's Temple cult in Jonestown. For fuck's sake. I'm not even sure what that is, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just it's, it's another one of the fucking mass suicide things. Like, fucking hell, man. It gets crazier. It gets crazier. Um, this is like the this guy is the Forrest Gump of murder. Like he has been everywhere. He's killed everyone. You know, you're never gonna beat him in fucking foulness. This is unbelievable. This story. We're, yeah, we're now going international too because apparently um, there was something that happened in Spain as well. I haven't got many details of that, uh, but there was something more specifically that happened in Japan, um, and he got they got visited by Japanese law enforcement. Uh, spoke to them and stuff, and he eventually confessed as well that he had indeed driven there from America and murdered various people. What the? F so he he used to go on murder holidays. Yeah, he drove he, he drove to Japan. Jesus Christ! He even admitted to killing a Virginia school teacher who actually later turned out to be alive. Oh, okay, well then, fucking what? <laughs> Fuck. What I'm getting at, Nathan, one detective finally decided that maybe he's not being completely truthful here. Yeah. And after very, very, very minimal effort, he was able to prove that complete fact. He was able to prove a ridiculous amount of contradictions in all his stories. He was able to prove, for example, they would have had to travel for three days at 55 miles an hour in a busted up car that was a bit broken without stopping to commit these two particular murders, for example. He would have had to have done that. There was one, there was, um, hold on, me, wait there, wait there, wait there. Um, okay, yeah. I'll get to that. Um, somehow they didn't think there was an issue when he claimed he also called, killed Jimmy Hoffa as well. They yeah, didn't question that either. 
basically, it was eventually proved that the Texas Rangers task force were given, giving him information about unsolved murders ahead of time. And then he was just saying, yeah, I did that, I did that, I did that, I'm the greatest. Yeah, Because it's a win-win. The Rangers yeah. look good the badasses. Lucas gets treated like a king still, gets all the attention that maybe he didn't get as a child in the way he wanted, for example. Oh, wow. uh, let me let me give you the next little bit actually. Have you ever heard of orange socks? Murder orange victim. socks. Okay, there's some uh, famous thing where um a body was found and they only had orange socks. This is where it all went a bit downhill for me. Oh, okay. Um in the end, Lucas was found guilty of nine murders in Texas, including those of Becky Powell and Kate Rich, um, and the killing of someone else. He received a death sentence, um, there's some other ones in there too that aren't included there for some reason. He received a death sentence in uh, for the 1979 murder of an unidentified woman in Texas known only as, known only as Orange Socks because uh, mm. that was the only piece of clothing on her body still. This, however, was another murder that he could just never have committed because his work record, once again, so ridiculously easy to look at it. Because apparently the Texas Rangers were like, no, we didn't do that on purpose. Is that what happened? Were we fooled? <laughs> he was at work at the time. Complete signed in. You could see so it. They should have. Ju- they could have literally just looked up the fucking data. But this was the one that he was actually sent to prison and sentenced to death for. So it kind of went. <sighs> I'm, I'm trying to find a good way to end this to make it sound like he got a bit of his just dessert in the end, but he didn't because in 1998, six days before his execution, his death sentence was commuted to life imprisonment by then governor of Texas, Mr. George W. Bush. And then on March 13th, 2001, he died in prison from heart failure at 64 because somehow, and I honestly don't know how, when he went into prison properly after all this documentary stuff, when he was walk around, there's videotapes and everything. Netflix is um, uh, the Confession Killer. Great documentary. It's like eight episodes long, and it goes through all of this. There's so much like documentation yeah. of it. Um, he was a very skinny man, and then somehow, while on death row, he became a very big, plumpy man, and I don't understand how he had the availability to become so obese, which eventually killed him. He died from natural causes because of stuff that happened on death. It just I don't understand how that happens. I don't under, I, uh, I don't know what the this this man's story. It? It's so I, weird. Basically, it's so we weird. don't know what he did or didn't commit because the waters have been so muddied now. They and of course, think... that's all part of his plan as well. Because like you can't if you if you if you're confessing to shit that's all over the place, you look like you're in, insane, or yeah. at the very least, or 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 you look like you're being set up by the police or made made to be a patsy. Like there's I mean, loads of ways you can play it. This guy was so calculated. Ah, uh, you say that, but but then said, again, like he said, he drove to Japan. From America, yeah, yeah, that's 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 the other bit. It's like, okay, I was really thinking, well, maybe you could that. take a ferry, <laughs> but like, yeah. why wouldn't you fly? Um, because then like, there would be a record of him flying. So I suppose maybe he was being smart. Damn it, maybe he was. Maybe, but I, I don't know. Probably not. Huh? I don't know what what it sounds like to me is just a sick, twisted individual. Quite clearly, um, yeah. yeah, who 
Yeah. Provably did horrible fucking things and just wanted to extend his own pitiful, disgusting existence for as long as he could. Yeah. It seems uh, as though and... there's four definite murders they can attribute to him. Uh, his mom, yeah. um, that Becky, Denise, um, the older woman, Case, and yeah. that officer. That I don't know who that one is. I didn't actually see that until he came up at the end there, but. Yeah. I didn't get much chance to finish off the end as well as I wanted to. I wanted the reveal to be a bit better, to be honest, Nathan. But that's fine. It's that, just it's, it's kind of one of them. As I was going through, I was like, I was thinking, how would I still believe in this? And I was getting angry just reading it, just remembering, I just trying to figure out how dumb they are, whether yeah. they were doing it on purpose. I mean, I, and but if they were doing it on purpose, the police, Texas, if they literally knew the whole time, I'm sure they were to an extent on purpose, but. Like, well, because if you close cases, then you look better, and yeah, they were getting loads of extra funding and stuff. And apparently, the Texas Ranger, I remember this from the documentary, they looked bad before this, so they were trying to improve their image as well. Um, yeah, you're doing it in ways that is very obviously gonna bite you very quickly. It's never. No one's ever gonna gonna look on it positively if you've fucked up this badly intentionally, as well. Like either and. At best case scenario, which when it comes out, which it would have always came out with how ridiculous it was, because I mean there was even a um a newspaper guy uh, was it, I did write it somewhere for the Dalton Herald or something something like that yeah figured it out as well the timings and some of the stuff just from the the um, details because he's a journalist and the journalist wants to look through all the stuff and find out what the scoop is I imagine as opposed to just trying to get as many cases closed as they can. I mean, God. yeah, journalists definitely do that too. Investigative journalists, though, I kind of like. Some of them are really fucking good. Because a lot of Investigative them... journalists are, are a, you know, a double-ended sword, basically. Yeah, I was about to say, because they normally don't have, like, an agenda, but then I thought, wait, loads of them have an agenda. Loads of them have an agenda. But, yeah. like... Um, you know, it's all about vested interests at the end of the day, and you know what can you believe and what can't you? And yeah, that that is just that entire story is just intrigue and madness, yeah. and one of the nastiest fuckers who I've ever heard of. And you have no idea, like he changed his stories in the end to saying that no, I just killed the three of them or the four of them. Um, yeah. No, he said three of them, but I don't think he was including his mother in it because he'd already been done for his mother. So four of them, but I don't think that's true. I don't no, think he killed. I think it's more. I don't think. It I don't think he killed all that. Yeah. Anyway, I think that. a few hundred was possible. Like the ones that he and his mate supposedly did, I could probably imagine that because there's some sort of corroboration there. Yeah, and I know that um, there's a lot of detail on him in the documentary that I just once again saved the cult. Um, I just it, it, this story would this story was already quite long. Like it would have been ridiculous long going through all of their stuff as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's Mr. Henry Lee Lucas, aka the Confession Killer. I believe the Confession Killer is the name of the documentary on Netflix. Honestly, it's it's a long one, but I reckon you'll get into it quite quickly if you do check it out. I... It's, it's because if you go through, no, you just... I mean, I, I'm gonna have to now because it's um, look at that it. The show that is... I did when you when you watch it and you're like, how, how are they yeah. going with how? Like when you would just stupidity and just 
the general wanting of people sometimes and ignore stuff. And the best case scenario, it's just the epitome of psychology in the sense of people will see something and perceive something as they want. That's the best I, case scenario. Yeah. I don't think that was it, though. I just think it's horrible, man. I just think that whole fucking thing is so <laughs> horrible. It's like all of the shit I don't want to have to deal with ever in my life, and it was all just this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As you all know out there on the Killed Me Comedy podcast, we are all about the positive vibes here. We're all about the positive vibes, yeah. <laughs> wow. How do you segue from that? I know. Maybe I should have gone last. <laughs> If anything, my my stuff's going to be more more. Um... Well, it's going to be different. <laughs> well, I suppose actually, what we should do now then is say bye to everyone that's watching the part one of this because I like the part idea. Part one, oh, it's good. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, if you're watching this on the Joe Pitt live stream, then part two is starting right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome now. to part two. Hello. 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 <laughs> oh my God, Ooh. God it's been hell? so long. Look how much whiskey I've still got. Yeah, same. this is not the same glass that I was just drinking at all. No. Oh, I can't. I had to one. buy a whole new bottle. I've been going for ages. I'm not man enough to be drinking today. I drank yesterday and I just can't do two days in a row. Even yesterday, I didn't yeah. drink fuck all. I just had some drink. Yeah, I got really drunk the day before yesterday, which was not mm. smart. And then I got less drunk yesterday because uh, I was hung the fuck over. And now I'm doing this. So more whiskey. <laughs> yeah, but it's Friday now anyway, though. Yeah. That's me. I, I was, I was going to drink more. It's the weekend. I, I like having a drink when I do this with you, to be honest. It's fun to have a chat and have yeah. a drink. But, um, it is good, isn't it? Yeah. I got the boyos tomorrow, so I can't drink very much. Well, I say that. I don't really drink very much anyway. I'm very bad at drinking much. Yeah, a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nah. I, I, I can't drink a huge amount anymore. It just fucks me up. Uh, like, you know what? Yeah. I can when I'm in the right situation, but I kind of like how much I can drink now because I enjoy having a drink, but then I don't want to go past a certain level. Whereas when I'm out and about, I forget that level exists. Yeah, level, it's just not there. Yeah, it's been I, a long time since I've been like pub drunk. The last time I was truly pub drunk was well at the pub. I don't know, I'm <laughs> I was about to say, shockingly, it's got but, um, yeah, it was. I think it was. It must have been December before lockdown all started, and even then, it wasn't that much. I was still fairly functional. Like that's 2019. Yeah. Shit! I told someone the other day I've been doing comedy since 2019. That's bullshit. Then. Way before that, then, like we started around near of the same time, I think. But I, I started. Uh... It's it'll be one of those things. It's, you know, if we get somewhere with it, or when we do, it'll be a case of like people asking, like, when did you start doing comedy? So I'm not actually sure. I can't yeah. remember. I'll check. Facebook. I do have it. I do you. have it noted down on my phone somewhere, but I, I just can't be bothered to find it. <laughs> it's like you know, like, uh, I'm a, a, the same thing. Like you know, when like you'd be in school or something, and you'd like uh, say in school. Sorry, when you're like younger and that, you'd like really yeah. go out of your way to keep track of like how many people you would slept with or something. It's yeah. like when you get into comedy for a certain amount of time, you really keep track of how many gigs you've had. 
Yeah. I, I lost count very quickly. I got to. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm on my 10th gig. And then it's like, oh, it's the 11th, 12th. I, I, how many weeks have I been doing it now? Okay, that many weeks. <laughs> so probably <laughs> average out probably by this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got. Yeah. Um, you said something, and I'm glad you said it because I forgot to mention it earlier. So I'll plug it in now for the beginning of part two. I kind of, Nathan, slightly mm. feel like I'm cheating on myself. I do. How so? Because, I'll tell you. Because on the 23rd of April, I am going to be appearing on the Alternative Cobra Meeting Lockdown Comedy Quiz. Bloody hell. I'm cheating on my oh, It's a long name. I'm You're cheating to, I, on your I, own quiz, mate. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's um, your own I don't flesh know. and blood. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I win while cheating on myself, I'm happy. It'll be all right then. Yeah. But from yeah. what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be a fun night. The 23rd. Um, I know the only other person that's on it at the moment is I should. I've done the same thing that I've made so many jokes with people on podcasts where you go to plug something and I'm like, you didn't write down the name of it. You didn't write down who was in it. What are you doing? I didn't write down who else was in it. Yeah. I'm not sure what time it's on. I know it's the 23rd of April. I'm not, I can't remember now who's hosting it. I know who's a lovely guy. Um, yeah. I'm doing it with Ishi Khan, I think. I know. I'm not, I don't even know. I don't know. I know the name Ishi Khan is on it as well. And I know I know that okay. name. <laughs> See, I, 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 I don't think I've, yeah, I don't think I've done any remember. other, other, podcasts at all yet i think it's all just been all been this stuff which you know is is, is pretty good so far but it is what more do you need what more does anyone need yeah, in their life than exactly podcast and post some podcast yeah. treehouse podcast which is your own one that yeah. you do with what would you feel about yeah i really see that as a podcast i, I do kind of no, want to start yeah, a podcast not, yeah. i've got a, yeah I've got a podcast idea that I want to do that I think I think I'm going to start fairly soon and it's um probably going to be like an hour long recording try and cut it down to half an hour which is like ev- what everyone fucking tries to do man um, it's fucking hard this was originally going to be like an hour kind of podcast it's yeah. just hard with, especially when you it's have hard just, it's hard to not talk for a while, especially when you get some drinks out yeah but I think my podcast especially is is going to try and be sort of an improv based thing so it's going to be long form improv. I'll be I'll be playing a uh, an interviewer by the name of Eric Oneman or Patrick Oneman or whatever. There's there's various different Onemans from throughout television and radio history, and that allows me to have yeah that allows me to have uh, people come on and play uh, different people from different. Um, eras and stuff like that and have conversations with just fake characters and make shit up, shit up as we go along. I'm not sure how we're going to do it yet, but but yeah. That sounds like a fucking good idea to work from now. I like the sound of yeah. that. Yeah. Any kind of improv stuff as well with voices and just, you know, like just seeing what the hell happens normally is bloody entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And when you've got someone that can actually yeah. do voices like yourself as well, it makes it a lot, it makes it work a lot more. It does help. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you a fan of Wednesday 13 at all? I forgot how much I liked them, him. Oh, shit. Today. That is a fucking blast from the past. That yeah, is. yeah. I was listening, literally just before I came on the podcast, I was listening to like the whole Fang Bang did album. They do I the, loved um, that album. Did they do the song uh, I Walk With a Zombie? Was that yes, them? They did. Yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. 
Because I walked with a zombie. What a fucking zombie, capital T tune. Yeah. I walked with a zombie. God, Till death do us party right here on Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah. Everything's gonna be alright. Drink some beer. I fucking and love that. The weed. Oh yeah. Oh, I went God back damn. Boots then earlier. I went proper back. Yeah, to yeah. Ghost of uh, Vincent Price, happily ever kid ever. Morgan Words, American Werewolves in London. The whole yeah. Fangbang album is just every song is good. Every single one yeah. after another. That's fucking fantastic, man. I genuinely haven't <laughs> thought of Wednesday 13 in fucking years. You've got some new stuff, Ace, which I didn't know either. Really? They're you still should... going? Yeah, I think it's That's just... brilliant. I didn't know um, until quite a while into what, um, listening to him. It's like Wednesday is the main guy, and I think he's got a new band behind him now, but it's still Wednesday 13. Uh, okay. The lead singer from Murder Dolls, I think it was. And before that... Frankenstein, Frankenstein drag queens from Planet Something. Okay. My God, friend love. Yeah. My friend yeah. love. I've learned a lot about them. I love it. I didn't need to know, but I like the music. Yeah, yeah, and that's all you need, really. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> yeah, that you was all that. I needed, Nathan. But I know yeah. everything else now, sadly. But yeah, <laughs> all I needed was fucking music. Yeah, but now you you're an encyclopedia on Wednesday thirteen. <laughs> I don't even mind it to be honest with you. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame last minute for reasons. What? Yeah, I'll see. I don't. I I can't tell you why. I love wrestling. I've watched it for a while. I remember Ozzy there. I think he might have done something before I was born. Literally, hmm. it, he did not look good though. I'm gonna say he no. Like... Yeah, he's uh, he's never been a healthy chap, as Ozzy. Um, Ozzy's been a bit rude. Did... Go ahead, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, he's just yeah. He's he's just not a healthy dude. He will never be a healthy dude, and he's probably going to die very soon. But um, I, I I saw a, I was listening to a podcast, and there was a, a, a sort of interview with Ozzy Osbourne or something like that. And like apparently during lockdown, he's taken to shooting small animals with the gun in the back of his garden, and it's like that's psychopathic, there, Ozzy. Well done. <laughs> Some of the stuff I've heard, the dude bit the head off a bat. It's not the worst thing he's done. Yeah, yeah. Although apparently that was accidental. Yeah, but yeah. Like, he thought it was a face yeah, bat. He... Surely, as soon as you grabbed it and it's moving. Yeah, I couldn't imagine picking up a dog that I fought or like. A really like oh, dog. I thought it was rubber bat. It's like no, you didn't. No, I mean, actually, then again, though, you just doing that voice reminds me he was probably off his fucking tits at the time. Yeah, so you're from right, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't look Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy one has been ruined for me now since having that trip out a download when he was playing. I can't look at Ozzy about going back there for a moment. I'm like, no, can't do it. No. Leave the yeah, room. Yeah. I can't listen to Paranoid anymore. I get Paranoid yeah. when I listen to Paranoid. Because I got Paranoid when I listen to Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how the human mind works, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> it's like associations that your mind will make, and now you can never get rid of it ever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I can still smoke weed. I'm happy. It's good. That's fine. fine. Yeah, that'll always take the edge off. Like, it, thank fuck. Probably Speaking not. Speaking of, no, I didn't yeah. mention no, it before. I didn't mention it before, Carl, but I have something amazing mm. that I have found. I got shown it by a mate at work, and it's a, a place called Eden's Gate in the UK, which is weird because it's the same name as a company called, as, as the um, the cult in Far Cry 5. That's um, why I know it. I'm like, why do I yeah. know that name? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or why I know it. Okay. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Um, yeah, sweet, fine. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. But but basically, they grow THC free weed. Oh yeah. It's pure CBD. So it's perfectly legal to buy it in the UK. Is it? I- I thought we're not able to do full pure. No, 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 no. They, they haven't. They haven't changed the laws around yet. They haven't changed the laws around yet. So it's still legal within the UK to sell this stuff. Still legal to grow this stuff, and it it looks the same. It tastes the same. It smells the same. The only effect it doesn't have is getting you high. But the anti-anxiety thing is all there. Is that what it's supposed to be? See, that's the thing, though, because at the same time, THC, when taken in very small amounts, is an anti-anxiety thing as well. And if you ever notice, oh, if, I, if you yeah, if you smoke a full spliff, yeah, you'll feel anxious, you'll feel paranoid because, well, you're more likely to, you know, you get that feeling, you know, you're you're more hyper aware is a better way to put it. Um, yeah, just because sometimes if you're doing that, you just might not be in the right situation to be doing it. Like as much as we like sitting in a bedroom or something getting yeah, I've high. Never, I've like, never felt... Yeah. I've never felt paranoid burning one down in a mate's place where I know we're miles away from anywhere else and we're all chilled out. That's fine. Yeah, exactly, yeah if yeah. you're sort of... If you're, if you're trying to burn one down around the back of a pub or something like that, that's always going to feel dodgy. Yeah. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're smoking weed in public, which is, you know, never a fun thing to do because someone might come and take your weed, which you don't want because you like weed. Yeah. And and like, if you're staying in that area too, and then yeah. best case scenario is you'd be a bit high, being a bit uncomfortable because of that until it goes away. Or, you know, it just kind of doesn't work with that. And you're probably getting drunk yeah. in that situation too. You just get drunk. Yeah. And, or if you're going to get high, to go for a long walk while getting high and then come back. But then you'll probably smile of it, so it's probably not a good idea still to. I do that anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. when I was saying that, I was going to like I was thinking in my mind of being somewhere like Solly Hall or something like that, you know. Mm. But then again, if I was chilling in my air, my like, many shabby areas I grew up in, you could buy the bud in the pub and go outside and smoke it, and go back in and buy more. Yeah, my area is very common, Nathan. It's great. Yeah, I wish I could have that easy access. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge getting it around here. The only problem is, though, easy access to all that means you have also have easy access to a lot more criminals and bad people in general. True, true. There are a lot more pricks around. Um, SLI, there's just many cities. Pricks in posh places, too. What we're on about. Look at fucking Parliament. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, they're, they're white collar criminals, which means they're better than you. <laughs> I had to stop myself yeah. from going into a, a wrestling reference then. Uh, anyway, yes. yeah, yes. Um, but oh, I think it is time for you to jump into your story, then, my man. 
Oh, shit, it is, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I do not have one story this week. Instead, I have three mini-stories. Um, little bite-sized babies. I like it, the little bite-sized babies. Yes. What the fuck did it do with that? And while you're looking for that, I'll just show the people at home what you can buy on Wish right now for £12. With realistic and, tongue and teeth. That? And don't we all want it? <laughs> Isn't not, it lovely? It's still better than paying £44.94 for a life-size cutout of Donny Osmond in jeans. <laughs> or, how much do you think this would be, Nathan? That is a portable TV from the USSR, Soviet Russia, apparently. Wow! Yep. I, all, I want it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what ex-Soviet <laughs> era tech is worth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 135 75 apparently. Really? Yeah, I thought it'd be more. That feels quite historic to yeah. me. Maybe just yeah. loads of them, though. You know, it is only the 70s, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose, as old as yeah, the story we still. were just doing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, earlier, earlier on in that last part, it was ages yes. In that, in part one, yeah. if you haven't seen part one, what are you doing oh. here in part two? Go watch part oh, one, the... then you can have your pudding. <laughs> you've got to, <laughs> you've got to, you've got to hear some of the most horrendous murder shit before you've ever heard in your life before you get to the lovely, terrifying haunted paintings I'm about to do. Mm. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say what I was about to say, because it will ruin the story for them if they haven't watched it yet. So carry on, yes. Oh, yeah, see, yes. smart, smart, so, smart. Do you have the uh, the photo? I do. I do. The pictures. The first one is the crying boy. You will know which one it is, because it's right... It is basically, it is what it says on the tin. Yes. Yeah, I, did, I yes. Did, it just came through with numbers, so there isn't. There's two to look on the same for me. Yeah. That one. That's the one. That uh, is the one. Hey, um, it's not the only one. It's not the only one. I'm also going to put on screen. There's there's this version as well, which is by the same artist. So basically, the the. The curse of the crying boy portrait has been around for quite a lot of time. It, it started in the 1980s, so again, roughly the same time as our previous um, previous story. But it was all um, created by an artist called Giovanni Bragolin. Um, well, at least that was his pseudonym, his actual name was Bruno, um, Bruno Amadio. And basically he, he drew all these paintings of these kids and sort of, they became very popular. They started making lots of prints of them. It was that kind of mm. sort of, that kind of picture that you'd see in a lot of old grandparents' houses and stuff to like that. Fair, it know? looks really well done. I kind of weirdly like A lovely like painting. Like, yeah. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful painting. The kind of one you could just look at for ages. You can pick out a lot of bits from it. You can see different. It's just that's just a wild. Yeah, the way it's God. drawn, painted as well, like the the flecks across the sort of yeah. scarf and and the teardrop falling down there. It is a genuinely wonderful piece of and art. The eyes just look so like it just looks like an actual person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, just very cool. Yeah. I like that. 
But on the September the 4th in 1985, a British tabloid newspaper, The Sun. Oh, God. Which, I yeah. know this. Yes, it's perfectly trustworthy. These do increase in in creepiness alongside sort of believability, in my opinion. Um, yeah, published a story about a couple, Ron and May Hall, whose house had burnt down due to a fire which started in a chip pan. The painting of the crying boy remained untouched while all around it was charred ruins. The couple blamed the fire on the painting. I mean, that's a bit of a leap, but I, I get the logic. Yeah, seems like a leap until you find out that a fire station officer, Alan Wilkinson, said he knew of numerous other cases where this same painting was the only object in a house to survive a fire unscathed. A photo accompanying the story showed the crying boy and caption read, Tears for Fears, the portrait that firemen claim is cursed. Wow, okay. This is yeah. not an isolated incident. This has happened multiple times. So where different versions these, of this artist yeah, that have done the Always the same one. artist, yeah. always a crying boy piece. Yeah. And when they are there, the rest of the house seems to burn down and then the paintings left perfectly fine. And I'm guessing it's not always in the same like place, the same city or anything. Nope, not the same place, not in the same city, not even the same ways the fires were set. Just the 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 curse is supposedly that these these paintings attract fire, like they somehow want to set fire to the buildings there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a yeah. couple of deaths have been attached to it from when you know people couldn't get out and people have been injured, stuff like that. The next day, basically, the Sun ran a follow-up saying they've been flooded from calls by horrified <laughs> readers. So Sorry, obviously, I'll... the Sun is doing their best fucking journalistic shit here. They've got I'll... a story I'll... about something that's interesting, and then they've just gone, "What do the average people on the street think of this bullshit we've said?" <laughs> Sorry, you <laughs> <he was> saying? <laughs> oh no, I just made myself laugh, and I was just thinking all they had to do if, like, they if that happened and they were in their house and they couldn't get out, all they would have had to have done to protect themselves was take the picture off the wall. Put it on the floor, set on it, wrap it on. Yeah, <laughs> all I needed to do. God, yeah, these people. These people. <laughs> yeah, be respectful. Be respectful. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Respectful so we've got people. um people. We've got an extra one here. So Dora Mann later on said that her house had burnt down just six months after she bought the painting. She's quoted as saying, all my paintings were destroyed except the one of the crying boy. Another reader said her son had caught his private parts on a hook just after she bought the crying boy. A Wait, third claimed what? that her... What? Yeah, Wait, this what? is the thing. This is where it starts to lose credibility for me because it's like, it's all about fire, and then someone's like, "Oh, his son caught his bollocks. It must have been the painting." I mean, I'm sure his son probably felt like his bollocks were on fire. To be fair, from almost him. certainly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll ignore that one. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, okay, okay. And there's another one where this woman says that all of her, her husband and her three sons had all died since she bought it in 1959. But again, like. That doesn't seem connected to me. The connection here is the fire. Now, the 
the thing I ask, being a skeptical person, is: is there a reason why these things would have survived otherwise? And supposedly, there potentially is. Okay. Um, basically, even though the ref- rumors refused to die and it kept on being pushed further and further, no one was able to sort of find every any modern evidence of this happening quite as much. And um, to find the truth of the story, a BBC radio presenter and comedian, Steve Punt, attempted to burn the crying boy on his show, Punt P.I. <laughs> the attempt... No. The attempt... I love him already. <laughs> yeah, it sounds brilliant. The attempt was filmed and put on YouTube. Punt set fire to the painting, but the flames wouldn't spread. He concluded that the painting was covered in some kind of fire-retardant coating, which would explain a lot. Basically, what they said, uh, some of the theorists, is that when this painting burnt, the painting itself would stay on the wall, the frame would start to burn, and the the thing connecting it to the wall, the, 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 the string would burn first, which would lend the painting to slam onto the ground face first, oh. and that would protect it from the fire around it, and the retardant part of the, you know, if the fire retardant part of it yeah. would stop it from burning from the top. Now, this, uh. this to me is an interesting one, because I, I can see that, yeah. but at the same time, it's a fucking house entirely on fire yeah the entire house is on fire that's an inferno (laughs) like yeah like it's not not, it's not just next to a fire yeah yeah it's not like some guy trying to set fire to it with a lighter on his pi it's a house fire it's not someone it's not someone like oh i'll just torch it for a second it is under sustained intense heat probably a couple thousand degrees in some of these places because it's a Closed space yeah. full of fuel. Like even even if it, it was, the floorboards are made of fucking wood. The yeah. floorboards yeah. are made yeah. of wood. The frame is made of wood. There would be singeing regardless. Surely it's not just going to come out perfect. I mean, it's, it's such a, stupid, a strange story. And it's the only real experiment that would work to really redo it and see, like he was trying to do. Because I liked it up until the yeah. method he used, and like you said, it's yes. not the same thing. He should have put it in in an incinerator. In an incinerator, yes, something that would be an equivalent, or even a a a facsimile of an actual room in someone's house. Or just set a house on fire. There's plenty of houses out there. Loads of houses. Why a cheap house? Well, set it on is, fire. The other thing as well. This is 1980, right? This is 1980. There's a lot of polymer-based um, uh, fabrics around stuff like that because it's cheap, it's effective, and it's mass production. But at the start point in the 80s, it wasn't safe shit. When that stuff sets on fire, yeah. it goes off like a fucking rocket, especially some of those old plywood plywood, uh, plywood bits. Have you ever come across the old plywood where it's like this really, really intense glue holding these sheets together? And when you set it on fire, it fucking explodes at you, like pop, 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 bang. I can Brutal. imagine. Yeah. Just yeah. for the pure fact that, like I said, it's older times anyway, so they just wouldn't have the smarts in regards to knowing what is and isn't as flammable other than trial and error. Yeah. So. It's not yeah. like they have the same level of fire retardant capability that we do now. And I just... I don't buy it. I don't buy it. There's, it's interesting as a theory, but to mm. me, like the 
the commonality in which it happened and the way that these these things don't seem to be remotely affected. And it's not yeah. just one. It's like all these different kinds. There's something fucking One's weird. an anomaly. I could buy one. Yeah. Yeah, but exactly. But it's multiple ones. Being whatever it is, it's going to get fucked up. I, I, I yeah. can't imagine anything now that they could put on yeah. that could protect a, a painting in a not house. Not for fire. that long. Yeah, no. not from that. Not from that temperature for that extended period of time. Like if it's incinerating everything else in your house, it doesn't matter I mean, what you covered it with. Fire does weird things, though. Um, I want to cover it again, but like there was like back at the beginning of this, like we did that. I did the one of Mary Reese, the woman. Have you ever heard of her? The woman who spontaneously combusted. It seems. Oh but yes, spontaneous she, combustion is not as rare as people think. No, no, no. But the fire acted really strange though, because it was like it was an inferno in there. But yes. Parts like piles of paper right next to her weren't burnt, but they were just piles of newspapers right next to where she was, and her body had burnt up within a foot. But they were fine. There was candles where all the wax had melted away, but the wicks were just stood up still. A lot of weird what? things can happen in a fire, to be fair, I suppose. Yeah, but I suppose. The same thing, three, however many times, seems a bit weird to me. Yeah, that's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like this mm. place, and this place, and this place, and this place, and... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and also uh, it's worth pointing out that um, Punt finished the show, uh, Punt Pi, after trying to burn it by saying he would leave the painting on his porch. He qu quoted as saying, "I'm not taking any chances." Would you? <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I thought you were going to end up with, and he was shocked when he got robbed or something. Sorry. I thought you were going to end that with you were shocked. Um, he was shocked that he got robbed in the end. We've been on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's it's like even to this to this day, you can't actually sell these crying boy paintings to anyone. Basically, no one really wants them. Like, uh, um, you, they just go into the wrong market. They need to be selling them to the paranormal people. Yeah, man. Well, like this is this is all from a site called Mamma um, Mia. Um, uh, dot com by the way as well just so that everyone's aware where I'm getting my sources um, mamma mia uh, com. yeah I know it's weird isn't it but um, what was I saying yeah the, the various quotes of people with the things it's like one reader who has just cleared his mother's house in which a crime boy was discovered wrote to say my wife will not have the picture in the house i have to hang it in the garden shed with the fire extinguishers at the ready <laughs> i mean why would you um, even care that much about the about the painting anyway not in the sense of why yeah. would she not want to keep it because i i kind of understand it as you know i have some kind of belief i don't know if i believe in i don't i was about to say i don't know if i believe in that one but i just don't know if I don't know if it's ghosts, but it's some... I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if I believe I in Curtis, know. too, but that's weird. I don't believe in yeah. Curtis, generally speaking, but I don't know what that is. That's, a we that's weird. It's weird, isn't it? It yeah. really is fucking weird. Like, I, 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 I've always been kind of fascinated by that story, and that's sort of what got me going down the path. But, like... It's only one story. It's not quite big enough to carry it all by itself, which leads me to the second painting that we have. If you can see, it's the uh, the dead mother painting, and it's it, the one the with the little one. girl. Yeah. Oh. oh, wait, no, wait. The one with the little girl. 
Oh, okay. Not the one I was going to do. Okay. No, 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 no. That okay. one's that one's for later. That one's really fucking creepy. It looks it just from here, but so the little girl. Yeah. Didn't. Okay. That's there's a reason for that. Right. Oh, okay. I see the so one this, in the background. I couldn't yes, see that. Yes, this is yeah. This painting in particular, and uh, this information comes from Paranormal Hauntings blog. So you know, take it with a pain, grain of salt. But that one's like just to quickly like explain it for the podcast people. Which I know I'm always a week behind for you guys. Yeah, I just forget that I yeah. have the podcast, the audio side of it. I forget to put it on there completely. Nathan, throw something at me, remind me, because I just forget that it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it's hard to remember, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, but basically, what we've, this what painting we've got is here just is not as good. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, a young girl in a small dress uh, sort of from looks like she's just stepped out of the sound of music basically um she's covering her ears because she's listening to the sound of music yeah and she's staring quite hauntingly and if you look in the eyes it's terrifying so let's not that is kind of creepy actually i hadn't done that there's a there's a there's a pinhole like eye thing going on there and the more i look at it the worse it gets and so, the mom he is like the artist just stopped caring by the time he came to draw in the mom and he hasn't even colored her in the worst bit is right uh, this is the 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 dead mother is the name of the painting by edvard munch now you may know that name because edvard munch also painted the screen you know that picture of that person that like that, I, that you know what? As you, were, as you were saying, he also did. I was thinking to myself, I wonder if it's the one where he goes. Yeah, it just makes sense the way he's. I can see that. Yeah, very similar style. Very, very similar yeah. Like that. Yeah, I'm not a big um, fan of that, that painting either. Yeah, uh, the, uh, um, Munch had basically been driven insane because his family was once again abusive, religious, and just generally shitty people. So there's uh, yeah, two ways you can go when I'm you're abusive abused. and religious. So generally the same yeah. thing. Yeah. There's, there's two sort of ways you can go when you're, when you're abused as a kid in that kind of way. And it's either you go murdery or you start some form of art. <laughs> well, I suppose it depends what kind of abuse you mean. I suppose. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was assuming yeah. one thing, but yeah, it could be many things, but yeah, either way. Yeah. You become yeah. some kind of tortured person. Yeah. Um, basically the reason why is because his father um, was the only one looking after him after his mother and sister died of tuberculosis when he was only five years old so yeah he had a fucking nasty nasty life Um, as they say in this article on the paranormal hauntings blog it says meaning to that painting as well didn't know it really does yeah and they say the dead mother seems to reflect some of the angst despair and insanity with the elements congealing to form what can only be described as a truly disturbing painting to look at and it is it there is something unsettling about that picture um i'm gonna have a look at it full screen while you're talking yeah munch said himself that of, of his work that Sickness, madness, and death were the black angels who watched over his cradle. This dude mm. had some serious problems. Yeah, th- like the more you look at it, the worse it gets, dude. Seriously. Yeah, I can. I, I, the I, worse made, I, it just, gets. I made a mistake of zooming in on the eyes. 
Yeah. I'm leaving now. I'm coming back. Fuck that. So basically, as you will have just experienced, people who have owned, no, I shit you not. People who have owned the, cla- who owned the painting have claimed that the girl's eyes incessantly followed them. I mean, that's a painting technique, though. It is a painting is. technique. It is absolutely. And the reason why is because of the perspective is it's looking at you. And no matter which way you go, it's always going to be looking at you because of that. But there is something about that painting, man. There is yeah. something. Put it back on the screen <laughs> I still for agree. a second. I still agree. Yeah. I knew that even looking at it, yeah. But there was just something haunting. It's the face in it. Yeah. It's the face as well. It's not just the eyes. It's the eyes yeah. with that face. They also, and also say the nothingness of the mom behind her she's kind of fading into nothingness as well here's here's the yeah here's the other thing though people have said that after holding after owning it for a long time the sheets on the bed started to move and would rustle or even see the girl's apparition finally leaving the painting occasionally they would start to see yeah, they would start to see this little girl walking around their fucking house. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that shit anywhere fucking near you, man. That shit ain't for fucking me. And this this thing again, like I I I'm not I'm te- I tend to be skeptical and stuff like that. But there's something about art for me, man. There's something about art that is like it's again that thing we were talking about. Even if it's like paranormal stuff is just like a leftover experience that's exactly. echoing yeah. through time yeah. or something like that. So much of that goes into a painting. Art, yeah. Painting, so much art emotion and thought and exactly, yeah. It's pure yeah. energy. It really is. It's just yeah. it's a creation of your mind or yeah. that came from somewhere you put so much work into it and then even after it's gone to somewhere else everyone looks at it they give emotion just looking at it being yeah. in an air it's probably being in the house as well you know so that gives credence to being haunted and loads of different things that can go into it so objects yeah, in yeah. general not just paintings as well but paintings even more so paintings especially yeah and it's like usually the, the, as well because a lot of the time, like we said, a lot of the best ones come from a tortured soul as well. So that's a whole other level of emotional something to go with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this, this, there's something, there's something about that one in particular that does just seem to leap straight off of the page and and like get to you for some reason, like. There's something about that little kid that is horrifying, and I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm like you. I'm quite sceptical. Even though I completely believe in a lot of this, I still yeah. look at most things. I think I said this to you earlier when you first mentioned the ghost thing on text. Um, yeah. But it's just like, yeah, well, most of it's probably bullshit, though. Most of it probably is. Most of but, it, yeah. Like, I, I know for a fact. Like, the, I think a lot of people, do, you just kind of know after a certain point. You can, there's just something else with all that i some, yeah, I, yeah, I buy there's... it all i buy it that there's something now so i don't buy most of people's stories that's all yeah i i i think i think i i can never be 100 percent sure what's going on out there yeah. i can't be you know but but like there's there's something about like strong emotional experiences yeah. that that seem like they they do have some form of thing like I, 
it's it's like even even the sort of thing where sometimes you'll be sitting there and you you just go like oh shit i'm really nervous and i don't know why it feels like something bad either going to happen or is go or has happened and you'll fear about something later on in the day it's like oh that something so and so did this or something happened to this guy or like, yeah that shit every so often yeah. I, I think there's just an whether it's true or not is is a completely different thing but there's a certain degree of intuition yeah in the world. there is because i didn't believe in any kind of mediums or psychics or any of that stuff no. ladies, and i still don't but, but I, I think still psychics think and mediums there. are all bullshit but there's something the majority yeah. of them I think yeah. the majority of them, but I, I don't know. There is some stuff that it's like I don't know how you would do that if there yeah. wasn't. I mean, I've just yeah, I've seen yeah, I've seen I, some I, things I, I that would, made me question yeah. it a little bit, but I I to don't me, buy people, most of the people that are like, oh, I know this person's here. As I said, exactly. as soon as they're talking in like absolution, like absolute and yeah. yeah, certainty, it's like eh, okay. That's the thing that annoys me as well. It's like, uh, as soon as I see someone going like, oh, no, you know, I know this, I know that, I'm a paranormal, this, I, I know everything about this situation. It's like, well, you've either done research or you're lying. Um, and in either situation, it doesn't feel real to me. But if yeah. if you get those sorts of people, like, we all know those, those certain sorts, there's certain kinds of people that we all know who've, they seem to have a sixth sense of something in some kind of way. You know, they're like, oh, you know, um, it's like, it's like the, the smoking thing that I always said with my friends, like if we were ever yeah. sat out there, yeah. it's like, I'm just burning one down and, and, and we're suddenly like, I feel, I feel like we need to get the fuck out of here. I'm pranging. And it's like, if it's just me, no one worries about it. If your mate's doing it as well, there's something weird going on. You know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah, I agree that there is some kind of power to thought. I completely I don't I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know how it comes out. Sometimes ways you think it does, it can go the completely opposite way a lot of times. It doesn't seem to follow many rhymes or reasons, but it still feels like there's something there to me. And yeah. it's just a lot of there's been experiments, legitimate quantifiable scientific experiments that they've done that kind of proved in some way that thought does have power, like the whole random number light pointing a certain way and um you tell it to do a certain thing and it goes on way and there's random number generators put around the world as well for like decades and then during times of like big catastrophes it would go to certain numbers just for some reason do do have a look at it random number experiments have been quite a few um thought experiments and random number experiments it's quite the weird it's question Yeah. yeah 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 But with ghosts and stuff, as you know, I still don't even buy for sure that it's dead people. But even like the force yeah. of like the emotions could be attached to another dimension as well, or something. And that actually is the perfect crossover for what we're about to do. Hang on a second. Yep. Because isn't I? The third picture I have got for you, the third painting is my least favourite for a lot of fucking reasons. So just clarify, with the last the... one then, what, what, was that everything with her is just her pops out and walks over and is rustling on the bed, was it? Yeah, rustling on the bed, the kid will yeah. jump out the painting and supposedly walk around your house. The, um, the kid will stare at you with those eyes that we both felt creepy. 
And now you're about to hear of yeah. the rain painting. I'm not going to lie. I asked that last question because I just wanted to buy time. I don't want to put this picture up. It looks creepy already. Just a tiny little thumbnail. Oh, God, I've got it on my screen. I'm, I'm just, it's oh coming up God, now, it's everyone. Horrible. Here you go. Right. This is the rain woman. I got a shiver oh looking God. at this. It's weird. Yeah, so did I. It's horrible. I don't even know why because you know what? It, I, I felt like it was worse seeing the small version. Yeah. I didn't feel like it looked as bad when it got big, but then... I don't know. It's I just kind of had a little shiver looking at this. Please put it that off. Face. <laughs> Please turn just turn I'm going to have a look at it on the big screen for a second. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll, I'll explain this to you while it's going on. This is a game from Paranormal Hauntings, and it goes, Today oh, I right. ran a psychic test to see what people felt from this picture, and the result was pretty interesting. Oh, God. Especially from those who stated they felt like the artist painted this in what is called an automatic state. The painting is not really that known here in the UK. I would say I only stumble across it after seeing a short post on it today. But it's classed among those that do know about it as one of the most haunted or cursed paintings in the world. The story goes that artist Svetlana Teletz painted the painting in less than five hours and felt during those hours that, the hand, that a hand was guiding her. The painting was put um, on the black market, but quickly brought back, which was which occurred several times by different purchasers of it. It now hangs in a in the Venezia Salon on the streets of Kiev. Kiev. Just in a random barbers. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Customers who visit the shop today claim that sometimes you can catch the painting smiling. And to some, there is often a glance of anger. Oh, wait, is that actually what a salon is? I was just being silly. I thought that was just like a posh name for like a museum or something. Or oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, assuming it's, I'm assuming it's some form of upper class swanky version of a salon or something like that. But it's reminding um, me of the flying nuns. Yeah, right. So basically, Svetlana. Yeah. <laughs> While Svetlana was painting this, though, she genuinely felt like she had no control over what she was doing. Like, what it was... Like, yeah. the way she says it here, I always felt someone was watching me. I always drove such thoughts away. Then one day, um, by the way, it wasn't a rainy day at all, I was sitting in front of a blank canvas and thought of what I could draw. Suddenly, I clearly saw the contours of a woman, her face, colours, shades. I saw every detail of the image. I started to draw it as if someone drove my hand over the paper. In five hours, I managed to finish it. Okay, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking that sounds like bullshit, but it's creeping me out and I'm shivering from it and I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. know why because it sounds like bullshit because yeah. when you make something... That's kind of how you go. You get into the zone. You just go, and you don't really stop until it's done. You, you get into that mode. I get that. Yeah. But it's, I, I there's don't know. something about yeah. it, man. It doesn't feel right, does it? Just looking at it, it doesn't feel right. I don't understand why um, I'm shivering and feeling a bit. I don't get it, but yeah. I'm interested. The first, the first person to buy it was a businesswoman who hung it on her bedroom wall. Svetlana got a call late night uh, a few days after saying, basically, please take it back 
I can't sleep. It feels like there is someone else in my apartment besides me. Even if I took it off the wall and hid it behind a cupboard, I still have this feeling. All right. The second purchaser, a young man, also couldn't stand it. He brought it back to Svetlana without even requiring the money back. Oh, he said fuck. he kept, yeah, he that kept dreaming. Yeah, he kept dreaming of and complained that every night there was a shadow of the woman walking around. He stated that it was sending him mad, and he was extremely afraid of it. I'm drinking. I get very warm when I drink. I already, I've been warm the whole time and I'm still shivering at this and I don't it get It makes why. me, like, just talking about it gives me, like, goosebumps and shit. Look, the hairs are literally standing up on <laughs> yeah. my fucking... And your fucking... The third oh, my was fucking, a male. My hairs are standing up on my fucking... They just are. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Everything just stands yeah. up straight on my fucking... Yeah, on my fucking all the time it stands <laughs> up straight. <laughs> Apart from when oh, I can't God. so the third person to bite was also a dude he was completely skeptical and just thought it was all but bullshit but he quickly returned it stating he started to see the lady in the paintings white eyes everywhere okay let me have a look at these eyes again yeah he also claimed to have intense headaches while being in the room with it Many Ooh. believe the painting is evil and is cursed, but the artist herself disagrees and optimized and has optimized her views on it. She stated, I'm sure that the picture is born of some particular person. I believe that for my. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, she basically thinks. I zoomed in really close to the eyes and I was just looking into yeah. them for a moment. I mean, just put it back on the screen home. for a second because now we've got to the. Now we've got to the final, my final thoughts on this. So looking do you at this, know... go really close to the screen and look into her eyes. Oh, fuck no. Right, do you know why she is so terrifying to you? I have a theory. Go on. Have you ever heard of sleep paralysis? Well, I, me and Kersey did a whole episode on it. And have you the, heard um, of... A... The, the something man... No, the, the old lady. I don't, I'm not sure. I think there's I'm there's a, a there's man. a really there's a really common one. I'm just going to Google it again to um, yeah. sleep paralysis. Old I mean, lady. For anyone who wants to check that out, the original incarnation of this episode. Here we go. Also, yeah. I think it was um, episode three or four. We did sleep paralysis. It might have been episode two actually. I'm not yeah. sure. It was one of them. So understanding old hag syndrome. Old hag syndrome is yeah. This is literally what it's called. But basically, what you're doing is you're in sleep paralysis. Is you are the old hag? I have heard that. Yes, exactly. Now, she is she is seen. What people have sleep sleep paralysis and they they can't move. Yeah, yeah. They 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 find themselves waking up in the middle of the night. They cannot move, and they have this sensation that something is on their chest. At one point, I had sleep paralysis because I took Zopiclone, which is a, a really strong drug to try and make you go to sleep while I was at university. Nothing worked until I found weed. So there we go. Really? Um, really? Yeah, genuinely. <laughs> I can understand um, that completely. And uh, I took the Zopiclone. And I genuinely, when I had my, my thoughts, I thought it was a polar bear. 
and I could hear a polar bear breathing into my ear with its paws on my chest, right? But people who naturally get sleep paralysis regularly talk about the old hag, which is a woman dressed all in black with very pale complexion who sits on their chest. Yep. I know exactly what you're on about. I haven't had it myself yeah. just at all, but yeah, I have heard it. And we are talking about, as uh, like the, the theory of the person in the paranormal blog is basically, this is a form of automotive sleep, uh, automotive drawing, where yeah, this yeah. woman has basically been hijacked by this thing to try and give it some sort of form within the world. Now, that sounds all very fucking horror movie mythos and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But fucking hell, there is something horrible about that painting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I agree. I Every time I look at it, it's just creeping. I don't know why. There's nothing particularly... There shouldn't be anything creepy about no, just there's a nothing, woman. There, there is nothing individual that you can pick out yeah. that specifically makes it look unpleasant, but it's all there. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think the feathered effect on the head, on the whatever's on top of her head there looks weird. And she changes her fucking expression. A few moments ago when I was looking at her, when I looked her in the eye, she, I swear she looked like she was fucking angry. Now she looks like she's sad and looking down. Yeah, and when I zoomed in, it looked like she was looking at me, but then maybe that's just because it's further away. I don't know. She was definitely looking at me before, and now it looks like she isn't. This is fucking weird. I'm like, I don't I, like it. I'm, I'm like, uh, that, that, that's <laughs> like, it must be the exact fucking same. It, has it must to be. be the same. It, it is. can't be it's different. Just... We're just We're being spooked out by our own minds. It's got to be that. The weird thing is as well, though, see, this is why we shouldn't fucking do these things on sober. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't have that other split before I came on. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it's something, it's just, it doesn't look natural, I think is what it is. It looks very unnatural. But yeah. also, I kind There's of... something about the way that the neck is sort of disappearing. There's something about yeah. the way the hat seems to be sort of almost furry and... But knowing all that stuff as well with it, I mean, it makes sense, the sleep paralysis thing. I remember when um, Cozy was telling me about that, it's just like, when you see there's like so many like accounts of this over so, mm-hmm. like, these same people like that, and they, yeah. I swear there's some kind of top-hatted guy as well, there's something like that in it. Yeah, yep, there's another one of, yeah. the, of a dude, and they're, you know, those two are the most two common, the, 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 the two most common. And it's, I mean, just, if... <laughs> If it all, while if if they're all seeing this, and I know that they see it without knowing a lot of this, so this was even before the internet and stuff, you know, there was like, yeah, where does that come from? If it's not, if there's not something to it, whatever that thing yeah. is, but what, yeah, what it's would like, that be? It's like the same. It's the same thing as 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 people. Um, I'm trying to think of a a, de- a decent. It's an it, allegory it, for it. It kind of sounds familiar to like if you imagine people like on Joe Rogan podcast, they talk about like you know taking ayahuasca or DMT and they go off and these other yes. places and they see these different beings communicating with yeah. people they can't see normally, but yeah, they feel like yeah. they've always been there. It feels That's like thing as well. another version of that. Dragons as well. I know, I know dragons can hey. be sort of explained by finding dinosaur bones, but like everywhere across the no, trust me, everywhere across the entire planet, 
there are depictions of dragons from China to Europe to America to fucking everywhere. They talk about large lizards yeah. breathing fire. I just... Now, whether that's whether that's true or bullshit, that is an in, that is something that's happened across the thing. There is something going on in there, which is probably an ancient part yeah. of your brain going. I am scared of giant lizards. This thing is something that's in my nightmares. And it, it's almost whether like, that's the it, same thing with the rain woman, or whether the rain yeah. woman is something trying to get you. I don't fucking know, but there is something fucking nasty. I was about to say unholy, and I very rarely <laughs> genuinely. That's the that's the word that comes to my fucking mind when I see it. Well, I mean, this is something else I'm going to be covering soon. Like, well, not soon, but I am going to. Be, I will. I want to cover it at some point, but there's going to be a lot of research I'll have to go into it. Just the whole exorcism things that they do in the Vatican, the Catholic Church, and the legitimate evidence they have of people like getting possessed apparently by these things and then breaking their own necks in ways that are physically impossible. But they do wow. it. They're literally just dead and they're just like... <laughs> break, dead. Fucking hell. There's some crazy shit, man. But um, as yeah. far as... I, I, I just got to say, as far as dragons go... I don't see that being anything, anything. Total bullshit. Yeah, and I guarantee it's just because they found dinosaur bones and they were like, oh, it's a dragon. Oh, yes, it must be a dragon. See, I, 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 I do, I think that, but I do genuinely think that there is an inherent fear in human beings of certain types of creatures. Yeah. You know? Like, like, and I think lizards, I think, I think lizards in general are scary to humans. And the bigger something is, the the more scary it is. So it turns into this mythicalized version yeah, yeah. of it. Whilst because I think you got, you got to think though, they used to, they, after a certain point, they found all these dinosaur bones, they knew where they were, and then they knew they were dinosaurs. But before that, yeah. they must have been finding them. And what would they have assumed? I can imagine a dragon. I can imagine Absolutely. stories of like you know giant lizards, and it just kind of got convoluted. A little bit of Mandela effect in there too. Yeah, they turn uh, it into they turn it into something it, which it isn't. But like, there's still that inherent thing inside someone that that is wherever it comes from that is like I don't like the idea of what this is, and that is exactly the side of effect yeah. that I get from that rain woman. Y y you know. I realised what I did then. I jumped on the logical thing that I could, could be like, no, 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 that's bullshit. Let me explain why. Just yeah. to forget about this fucking painting. That's what I yeah. just did then. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I did. Because it's so horrible to think and, about. And I don't know and, why. Yeah, neither do I. Now, the question is, like, can I send you a, a an extra picture? Because I can potentially go expert mode with this. Of course you can. I don't mind. Excellent. Yeah, right, me, then. I will. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do a quick. Make make well, a quick note you... just in case you need to cut out this bit. Well, right. no, no, it's fine because I'll explain why you're okay. doing this. Um, Excellent. Talking about ghosts and stuff, like I've. Anytime something happens, I always like if if some you know like there's always moments that things happen, and if you were so inclined to, you could be like, I think a ghost thing just happened there. I'm always inclined to be like, well, no, that's not the case. Most people always disregard most things that happen. You find a reasonable explanation. People do it all the time. And most of the time, there is a reasonable explanation, hence why you jump to that straight away. Yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? I was sitting in my kitchen, and yeah. the, the cupboard door was open by me, 
and then it, it just closed. The, the, the cupboard door doesn't close. I know how it worked. It wasn't near. I tried getting it as near on the hinge as I could afterwards. I was like, no, that couldn't have been. That must have just been I left it very, you know, loose or something, and it just closed somehow. And I tried it in every yeah. way, and it just wouldn't work. I I don't know what that was. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't like to jump into that because, I, I don't know. That's I also the thing, believe like, that you can kind of have that feeling of it. I've never had that feeling of any of that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, this one. Well, I wasn't even saying it for that. I haven't got to it yet. So I just oh, saw that this yeah. guy, for some reason, some guy keeps messaging me. And I think he's trying to flirt with me. I don't even know who he is. I don't know why he keeps. <laughs> like, thank you if you're watching. I don't like penis. I'm sorry. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's cool. I don't, I don't like penis. I don't want to say his name because that just seems mean. But you know who you are. Please stop. <laughs> it's actually like some kind of fucking <laughs> negotiation. Then. Oh, sorry. I'm, you know what? I'm just right. looking at that painting on the picture that you sent me. Yeah, I should put it up on the screen for everyone else to see. Because this that's a one, by the painting, way, dude. I should tell you. By the way, this one does actually potentially have a health risk. I've already said it for long enough that everyone else can deal with yeah. it too. There you go, people. So, this painting is called the Untitled an Untitled Nightmare Painting. <laughs> Basically, okay. the, uh, the artist was uh, a Polish painter and he created this drawing after he'd got or this painting after he'd gone through some horrific horrific shit basically um all of his family uh yeah he lost his wife in the year 1998 and a year later his son committed suicide and then he himself shortly after making this painting was brutally murdered simply because he refused a loan of 100 dollars to a man it's added more fear to the curse of the painting because... That's kind of a beautiful painting, though. Like, that's beautiful. There's yes. so but much going on in there. I'm just here's seeing the thing. so many different things as I'm looking. This particular painting was made um, entirely out of like fear, basically, of death and hate. Of I can death. See and he looked at all different kinds of, ex of 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 sort of versions of death to try and make it whole. Yeah. Um, wow. And uh, this is the only point. painting of the four that you've seen that is supposedly got the curse on it that if you stare at it too long, you will die. <laughs> As I finished staring at it, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so as long as it's not a tiny so, one, then it's cool. Because to be fair, it's right. I will die. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's supposedly going to happen, you know, shortly after you've what you've looked at it and stuff like that. But it's 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 just another unpleasant painting. And the weird thing about it is like, you know, he had a long career. He did sculpture, art, all this kind of stuff. The guy, the guy was a fairly good um, artist and, you know, fairly well known. But 
this one in particular seems to stand out. The only other one that I've actually seen of his work before is, if I can find it here, is this one, which you may well have seen before. Um, no, I don't think so. Right. I like well, it's though. basically just... I've I've seen this one in before, and it, it it's... I don't know. The thing is, I say it's expert mode, but the only reason really why it's expert mode is because it's got that... That's you know what I mean. It's got that sort of thing of like, oh, but you might die from it. But to me, even though that picture is quite clearly designed to be a nightmarish picture, quite clearly designed to be something supposed to be haunting and terrifying, and it is a beautiful picture as well. At the same time, like there's yeah. so much going on in this wonderful and you know tremendously sad piece of art. That rain woman still fucking scares me more, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel significantly more. By that, by that one. No, but I want you to show me. I no. just thought that was a really beautiful piece of art. Like, it just beautiful looks, piece the same of with art. The you showed, showed me it just looks really yeah, well done. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the the one with the girl, creepy. Looks a bit shit too, to be yeah. honest. Though, a bit creepy. Yeah, that fucking woman yeah. though. I don't know why. I don't like no, it. I don't know what it I, is, man. I just I don't know what it is, but I fucking hate looking at it. And maybe every time I is. see it, you know I just maybe like it's. Let's if you think about the fact that like sleep paralysis and that maybe it's looking at something that we only see at certain times. Beings that you know, like same with like the DMT stuff, that are always there, you just can't perceive them only at certain times. Yeah. So maybe we're yeah. looking at that because we recognised her, we just don't know we do. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? we've all seen her before in our sleep at some point, and. I got a shiver from saying just, that. Jesus Christ, so did I. Yeah. We've all seen her before. We all know she's there. And it's just occasionally we remember what she looks like. And it's even worse when someone paints it. And fuck me, that makes me actually feel upset. Oh, man. <laughs> oh no. Well, this might be the last episode of the Good and Comedy podcast. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. I well, swear to God, man, if I end up having fuck it, if I end up having fucking sweet sleep paralysis, or I wake up in the middle of the night and I see a fucking shadow of that fucking woman, I am going to fucking jump into a vat of holy fucking water. <laughs> I am the most atheist dude in the world. But I am <laughs> dealing with that shit. <laughs> yeah, I would take the chance with that. I don't know how you make holy yeah. water. I don't. I assume it's either something to do with salt or a priest comes in it, one of them, but I'll take you it. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is needed, god damn it. But well, no, to be fair, the priest oh. comes in, it is gonna be salty as well, so it probably is a mixture of the two. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the forehead of Christ compels you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, laugh, remember that. Oh god. Please tell me. Are we at the end of the creepy fucking paintings because we're at the end of the creepy that. fucking paintings i don't want to do any more creepy fucking paintings for a while i think we have found the creepiest fucking painting um i may do another episode later where i try and beat the the rain woman i don't think i ever fucking will and it's going to be a long time till i try <laughs> uh, it's the hard thing as well with ghost stuff like because i've wanted to do other ghost things as well just in general and it's just yeah. 
just just not much to it like that even then like with when you were saying about doing these like you know I've, i i have belief in it and that but i expected the stories and stuff i'd be like ah bullshit though or not yeah, to feel yeah. anything from it you know and i expected that's where the conversation would go i didn't expect to get creeped out yeah. by all of them neither did i neither did i and that's why I, that's why i ended up doing this one because I, I i got i found it on a list of 10 and i went through some of the 10 i i i, I you know i i cut out a lot more than i kept obviously um because some of them are just like oh look at this creepy painting there's a guy who looks like he's hung ah and there's another one which is like oh this one was painted using the the artist's blood and there's a guy who's got an entire youtube channel dedicated to watching orbs float around his fucking house around the fucking it's like dude come the fuck on yeah i've not heard of yeah exactly exactly they don't know how fucking lenses work um even my mum yeah. now when she watches ghost stuff with me like my mum is like on it now with that kind of stuff she knows when an yeah. orb most likely an orb and she knows when uh, an orb or a light anomaly is probably the better way to put it when you see something and you're like that that's not dust what the fuck is that that's, yeah 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 when it's like, got a different the, pattern of movement and yeah movement yeah. and then you've got to also look out for the lens flares too that catches a lot of people out yeah like they think it's orbs and i mean moving with the camera it's, it's a just the camera reflecting yeah. shit. But that that's the thing. Like to me, that like out of all the ones I've seen, and I I, I did art for A level and things like that. I did research art for my VFX stuff. I have looked for weird and creepy paintings. It's the first time I've ever fucking seen that painting. And it it fucking oh, just woman. hits me in a yeah. I, I just don't like it, man. I don't like it. So, but during the time, at least, and when you had the sleep paralysis, you said you didn't see her, at least, then? I didn't see her. I, it, To me, and I, again, like, it was just a polar bear on my chest. Uh, like, literally, I, if I, I, I knew it was a polar bear in my head. And for some reason, it was sort of <laughs> breathing into my fucking mouth and into my so, face. That's something you said you didn't have normally anyway, sleep paralysis, because isn't that something you normally... Exactly. This is my point. This is my point. Because, like, for me, that was an artificial thing brought on. Yeah. yeah. For a lot of people, they talk about her specifically. Yeah. Specifically, I, they I talk about the old seen her a lot. Yeah. He's she's she's one. I think. Oh my god! We should him. totally. I hate. I hate to say, it, we should totally show him a picture at some point and see if <laughs> see if he's like, oh shit, it's her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't just, know if oh I want to do that God, to him. Knowing how I felt just looking at that. And he, yeah. as I know it creeped him out of the whole stuff. Like I think just doing that episode creeped him out again, like because he hadn't yeah. dealt with he hadn't had to deal with it for a while. He said he hasn't. And I think just the concept of do well, I, I know he was saying about any of the concept of I don't know if it's happened again since, I don't know. Yeah. I should ask but him. Yeah, she's um to me that that like if there was any Anything paranormal that I would sort of weirdly put my money on, I think it would, for some fucking reason, be something to do with that. I don't know why. <laughs> it just unsettles me, man. I mean, I, uh, uh, no, I don't agree with that. If I was going to put my money on something paranormal, it wouldn't be that. Just because that's like, no, probably, being, yeah. whereas, like, yeah. seeing it, it's like, I think everyone. Everyone, but I haven't seen, I haven't actually seen anything. That's the thing. I've never actually yeah. had a 100% proof. 
provable paranormal experience to and myself. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like, even though with mine, like we said before, like it happened so long ago now, and other people, I just don't trust my own memories. I don't trust anyone's memories. Yeah. Let alone yeah. my own. It'd be ridiculous to say I don't trust other people's memories and then trust my own wholeheartedly. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. You know, <laughs> everyone, everyone is is fallible because we're humans and we're shit at remembering stuff. Human, <laughs> and, and literally, every time you try to remember, you change it. That is how the Mandela yeah. effect is born. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Right then, I think we are. So there we go, the man. Yeah, I mean, what a fucking what a way to end it. Been <laughs> a creepy episode. Jeez. We went from what I thought was probably should have been the creepiest out of the two to. What wasn't the creepiest the first one to what was yeah. the creepiest it shouldn't have been, but it fucking was. Yeah, it really was. Uh, this is the thing as well. Like again, it's art, man. There's something about art. There's something about people putting their passion into something so wholeheartedly that really does transfer some form of emotion. Like even if there's nothing supernatural or anything like that involved in it, there is something going on with someone just putting a brush stroke onto a page it's that like makes you have that emotion. Too, yeah. Yeah. One of the most natural ways. So it's just, there's yeah. not much to it. It's like, it feels different to music. I think it just depends. I think some people feel like that with music. Like I feel it more with visual stuff. I always have, I look at something mm-hmm. and I feel a lot more from when I listen to stuff. But listening to stuff, I just get a bit happy and jumpy. I'm like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. But that's about yeah. as far yeah. as it goes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's, there's a few songs that do it, but, like there's, there's, I'm trying to think of the ones that really, really get me for some reason. I can't remember any at the moment, but there, there are definitely some songs that when I hear them, I sort of, I feel it. If you know what I mean. Lights will come. <laughs> <laughs> that one was just trying to get me to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's quite a nice one, actually. Yeah, yeah. All right, then let's wrap this shit up again. So, um, so from. Uh, just to let you know what's coming up soon on Katie Comedy Inside of Things then. Uh, this Wednesday. Last Wednesday on Katie's Comedian with Art. I would need you to pick between one and four. Uh, three. Oh, oh wait, for fuck's sake, hold on, hold on. For God's sake. Katie Hinkie. He's a useless shot, that boy. Punishing for me, Elle. For too long now, KD has been an organisational mess on this quiz. What do you mean you can't change Callum and King Leopold's name via Depol to Alex? As part of the middle class mafia, I am going to take over. But I don't play fair. So, I've assembled a team, a team of the best Alexes in the business, to take this useless shot down once and for all. Join me, Quizmaster, the Don, on KD's, no, AP's Comedian Quiz Off, Wednesday, 21st of April. I'll see you there. And KD, I'm coming for you. 
It does. Okay. Feel good. It does feel good to have a haircut like this. I can't deny it. <laughs> Bye. 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 Fuck you, Alex. <laughs> the comedian quiz off. Uh, quiz, comedian quiz off. Normally at seven o'clock every Wednesday on Joke Pit and Katie Comedy on YouTube. A show where I am more than happy to admit a comedy night that, let's be honest, is in no way like a real comedy night. We're not in person. We're not going to be able to hear all your beautiful voices laughing at us and going, oh, you're amazing, which you obviously do whenever any of us are yeah. talking. Obviously. We know that, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. But I'll have like a... All geniuses of comedy out there in the uh, KD productions. Don't you know that? We just can't help this, you know. Yeah. We, 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 are, <laughs> we are essentially the canvas and... The microphone is the old is the painting being done by the woman who's going crazy, and the jokes are the creepy painting of a woman doing things. <laughs> I love and, the metaphor. Flawless. And if you want more <laughs> utterly amazing comedic content like that? Yeah. <laughs> the KD comedian quiz off, but this will be the Alex takeover. Because apparently Alex is just sick of the way that I have been running my shabby quiz. He took it over. He's took it out of my hands. I can't help it. I've got to go against a bombardment of Alex's. Me, partaking <laughs> in the quiz against not one Alex, not two Alex, not three Alex's, but four fucking Alex's. All yeah. against me. Well, one of them's hosting, but he's still going to be against me, let's be honest. It's yeah, Alex again. <laughs> it's Alex again. <laughs> Baton, Stringer, <laughs> Leem, Plant. None of y'all compared Nadia. to the of K. Yeah, I'm a... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun, that. I can't wait to see that. That will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a thing, anyway. And then, of yeah. course... And as, as you... for my end... Oh, sorry, yo. Yeah. No, no, I was about oh, to yeah. throw it over to you anyway, so... Yeah, legend. <laughs> so, as for my end, if you, um, if you want to lighten your mood after having just gone through multiple terrifying cursed paintings <laughs> and some horrendous murderer, because you, you must have watched part one by now. If you haven't, you've got to watch it after this. All right? Well, but... no, if you got about halfway through part one and then couldn't watch the rest of it, I don't blame you. Don't blame you. <laughs> don't blame yeah, you that, well, that shit got you weird. Want... Mind you, if you yeah. got... If you got you to the, the fucking to Rain Woman in this one and didn't fucking turn off immediately, your soul is now hers. Yeah. And um, if you didn't, and if you didn't watch it halfway through part one, you need to watch the reveal to go back. There's a bit that uh, why yeah. surprise you a bit near the end. But yeah. that's <laughs> You'll see what so I'm yeah, doing. if you if you do want to get yourself out of the the rut of terror, then go to Post Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse on Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. It's all written, directed, starring myself uh which means if you fucking hate it i'm the reason why but you won't because it's brilliant <laughs> and i put all my work into it and all my effort into it um i generally couldn't imagine yeah. how anyone would hate it to be honest with you <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> thanks man yeah true though so um yeah go enjoy that and for fuck's sake don't get sleep paralysis <laughs> but if you do um, hope for a polar bear. Hope for a polar bear. Yeah, if you get sleep paralysis, hope for a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we will see you all later. Take care, Cheers. babies. Peace out. Bye.